Jeez, I really thought you had to go like take a drop of juice or something. <laughs> well, if I did, that's about how much time it takes. <laughs> <laughs> to the Best Friends Fancast, an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry, and this week we will talk about the Monday show with Doug Benson and the Thursday show, Allison's new intro, John Henson's Twitter battle, Daniel's wine rage. But first, I need to introduce the now famous, wow, infamous, always famous, <laughs> Jay Inslee. Welcome, Jay. Hi, Lisa. How is everybody? How is all the Allison people doing? We are awesome. Yeah, we are. <laughs> How have you been? Uh, great, great. little under the weather over this last week, as we talked about just before recording, but uh, I'm good. I'm here, and I'm going to liven myself up. If I cough or sneeze, I apologize in advance. <laughs> I can be sure to edit it out, but your your voice is clear as a bell. It's just good. you have a great voice for this. I love it. Ping. <laughs> um, before we talk about Monday's episode, and I just wanted to kind of – there were a few things I wanted to talk about that maybe I didn't get to on some other episodes or some shout outs that I wanted to throw out there. So if you have any shout outs, this is a good time for you too. But mm-hmm. for starters, and I'll probably bring her up again. It's Leanne. Um, Leanne, number one, I love you, of course. But I wanted to go back to an episode where Joanna was here with me in the shed. And I was saying, oh, I was going to post a picture of that Golden Girls prop that I have. But now we'll describe it. And instead of describing it, I told Joanna to look at it. I never described it. So I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> describe that to you now because <laughs> I have felt shitty about it this whole time. And I keep thinking, I need to bring up this thing because this means nothing to anybody else in the world. And Leanne's probably like, I could really care less. It's a prop. But I never described it, which is horrible. It's from the Golden Girls set. It's mm-hmm. it's actually golden in color. And it's a cruet, like a little mini pitcher, maybe for cream or something that will go there's on a, the kitchen table. There's a, na- there's a name for that? They call it a cruet? Yes. <laughs> how, how would we know? I, I I had to buy a prop from Golden Girls. I'm sorry. I had to be given a gift by my husband from the Golden Girls set <laughs> to find out uh, it was a cruet. So, Leanne, that's for you so you can visualize what I'm talking about, this piece of history that I own sitting in this shed. I don't I don't know about you, Lisa, but one of the things um, um, with Leanne specifically, like if I do a Photoshop meme, I have recently started to uh, direct message her a description of what I actually did oh. because she's so sweet. Yes. And, she's, and I and I sit here and I often forget that she's not able to see him. So I always like to take a couple seconds out to just describe it to her because it makes me feel better because she's so darn supportive to everybody. She's a hundred. She's like I know everyone says 110 percent doesn't exist. She's beyond yeah supportive and she and i feel like that's the least that we can do and i think that's awesome that you do that because and i know she isn't expected she's not one of those people but i feel like a lot of us i was doing that a couple of times when i would post a picture and i think i know leanne would really appreciate this so i need to describe what's in the picture um you know and i think that her kindness and her 
her personality has brought that yeah. out of you and out of me and out of other people that have done that. So I think that's awesome. You do that too. Yeah. She's super sweet. She really is. Woo woo, Leanne. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not mention last week that Sean Jordan was on Thursday. We were trying to rush through, not rush through, but Brittany was here, which shout out to you, Brittany. Um, there was drinking. <laughs> yes. There was a lot we of drinking involved. A little champagne. Mm-hmm. Um, we, well, it's what cures a hangover. And, <laughs> and, uh, you know, Rafi, of course, he puts up with all of our BS. He's so cool. Like just, you know, you know how Rafi is. Yep. Which is good. I need to add another comment with him too. But um, we, my kids had a half day last week also. So I was like, all right, we're hungover. I got to take the kids to school and I got to rush through and make like this recording happen because I didn't want her to leave without it happening. So I didn't mention Sean Jordan being on. Totally loved him being there. That's all I had to say. <laughs> I just didn't want people to listen and be like, did she even notice that there was somebody else there on Thursday? <laughs> you know, it, it's, it is great because Raphael, and, and not just that show, but other shows, he definitely sits back a little bit. And uh, he's very, very cool like that. Although he loves to mention how many times he's been at Allison's house. You know, he's there cleaning their carpet, all kinds <laughs> of great stuff. But, you know, he um, he's actually Wait, a very, why, very cool character. What? Let's not get racist now, Jay. Whoa. How did, get, <laughs> how did it turn that way? Actually, oh let's, let's pretend it's the sunshine cleaners from Seinfeld. That, let's right. turn it around to that. Yeah. Or, or he'll sit here and say, yeah, there's Jay, another typical white guy. That's the way it's going <laughs> to be. Fucking flip flops. That's okay. I can still love him. You know, I was too busy just ranting about how much I hate flip flops, which I realize, Jen, this is another shout out to you that you love to wear flip flops. I'm in fact wearing some right now. I wear them all the time, but I'm at my house. I just don't like, yes, I don't think my feet are pretty. I think they're ugly. That goes out to you, Rachel. I realize it's a thing, but I don't want to see people's toes in church. I just don't. And going back to Raphael last week, he was ranting about, he wasn't ranting. He was bringing up (laughs) (laughs) people wearing flip-flops in the snow. And I went on to the whole fact of me hating flip-flops, which I didn't even let him talk about the fact that people wear flip-flops in the snow. So like, oh my gosh, sometimes I just need to stop because I need to know more about this. This is insane to me. And it's, I've been thinking about it every single day and I can't just text him. I need to actually just talk about it here and then have everyone talk about it maybe on Facebook. (laughs) Uh, real quick question. You're not pregnant, are you? No. Okay, just asking. You're like all over the place. I was like, wow, that's a lot of a lot of just things coming off the chest here. Are we we still going? <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> Let's still, carry on. I haven't even started with uh, oh, finished with oh, Raffi. Hold, okay. hold on one second. Hey, Raphael, when you listen to this, I am along for this ride. <laughs> Cheers. I hope I'm not pregnant because this is my third glass of wine. And also, I want a shout out to Raphael and Rachel to their new relationship. Thanks to Allison Rosen, they met and now they're a couple and I'm fucking so excited about it. I mean, it is Facebook official. It is. It was like, okay, when that happened, it was just, okay, I'm, uh, I'm so excited. It it was at first, I think when I saw it, I went, wait a minute, I, cause I didn't, I just didn't put two and two together. And then I think I saw it at the very end of the uh, Patreon episode, right? Because I think Raphael yes. actually came out and said, hey. And and I looked at it really quickly. And I actually had a bug out because The Walking Dead had started. Um, and I know some people may think Walking Dead versus Alice. <laughs> yes. and I, I, I get what you're saying. But, you know, it's East Coast. Especially so with anyway. DVRs and the like. 
Right. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, but I saw that and I was like, I had to go confirm it. So I'm on Facebook. I'm like, oh, that's, that's fantastic. Look at that. It's so cool. They met at PodFest last year and I don't know when, you know, I think just being friends and the way Raphael is where he'll fly out to see people and he's just, he's such a dedicated fan, which makes him ultra fan. And so getting to know people and then it sparking a relationship with someone is just, I don't know if it's the first with Allison fans, but I just wanted, I was like, Allison needs to know this. And I know he said it on the live stream as she had already signed off, <laughs> I think, because she didn't answer, right? Right. She, I don't think she noticed it, but all, all of us, all of us definitely hyper local fans looked at that and went, what? You know that, I mean, I noticed it. So it was, it was pretty decent. It was pretty cool. Allison Rosen literally bringing people together. No kidding. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Let's hope. Let's. Yeah. Never mind. Okay. Moving right along. <laughs> All right. I only have one more shout out, and this is just Scott Marquez. He's our fan. He's been behind on the BFFs, but he's back now, baby, and I'm glad he's here. So, hi, Scott. Hey, Scott. Jay, do you have any shout outs, or should we talk about Doug Benson? I have two huge shout outs, Ooh, and I think good. these are really these are really unsung heroes. Um. Allison's uh, dog walker that was taking Wendy for some walks, I think is fantastic. And, and Elliot's ba- and Elliot's hopefully former babysitter, really <laughs> the one you. that, um, you know, Thank I, I you. think, you know, they, they really help a lot, but you know, I, the, I'd like to thank them for being there. And then of course, every single other fan who's always really, really nice and really, very sweet to me when I'm doing some silly meme or just trying to be really, really silly with the show. Everyone else is all, always super duper nice. I think that your memes, they deserve a spot in a gallery somewhere because they're so amazing. That's crazy. You know what? They actually are in a little bit of a gallery. <laughs> they're all on Patreon. <laughs> if, you you, know if you go out and you scroll back, you can actually find them all. Okay. So everybody needs to support Allison on Patreon. I realize we talk about it. We tease we it. But it's so... It's so worth it, and it gives something back to her, which is is a huge deal because she gives us so much. You know, you mentioned the babysitter, and that was kind of uh, struck a chord with me because during the Patreon live stream that just happened this past weekend, she was mentioning reaching out to me about babysitting again, and I thought, yeah. I know she mentioned it on the last live stream, but I wasn't around for that. And, you know, when people say stuff, I'm like, oh, it's just, it's a thing, and I DM'd her just saying, you know, I realize the logistics of being a babysitter for you probably is not going to work, but I didn't want to be like, I'm just trying to pressure you by sending you this Instagram picture of the baby I take care of (laughs) talking about how great I am. Um, It was awesome. But then she mentioned it on the last live show. I'm like, oh my God, I'm dying. Like I would literally die. But that's one of the great that's one of the great things about those live stream episodes. I know we don't talk too too much about them and we're not going to give them much detail, but it is very very intimate. I mean, even Super. myself, right? I got her um um uh, a shower gift. And obviously Elliot's at the age now where he's really enjoying this particular shower gift and she like took like 30 seconds at the beginning to say, "Hey, thanks." I mean, she said it on the Jenna show as well. And um you know, we talk about uh, Patreon too about how, you know, okay, sure, it costs a little bit of money, but in my case, um, I was fan club level and then I kind of backed off a little bit, but I'm still supporting her, you know, in, in that. So I'm able to participate. So there's all kinds of payment levels, right? There's like right. $2 a month, mm-hmm. $5 a month, 10 Raphael kind of money a month. <laughs> 
you know, there's there's all kinds of stuff. So definitely. And and again, we're talking about the meme stuff. If you don't want to go on to Patreon, you can always follow me on Twitter as well. And uh, or actually, just don't have to follow me. Just go look at my Twitter profile and then check out media. All of my stuff is all Allison. Jenny Kim Jones stuff. I mean, you know, I don't even do any personal tweets, really. You'll see a picture of my wife and my dog and my kids every once in a while, but it's mostly just that stuff. And it's all gold. Every bit of it is oh, well thought out. There's all these small details to big details. I mean, everything is thought out and awesome. The last one was the Lego set. I even took it, the picture to my son. I said, okay, because he's obsessed with Legos. Yeah. I, you need to recreate this. And he looked at it. He's like, I don't have these pieces. Don't have those. Don't have these. I'm like, we need to make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I thought about that as well. And as my the inspiration I got that is from my son. I'm a, I'm a huge Doctor Who fan as well. And my, my wife got my son and I a Doctor Who set. And I used that entire box to model the Allison oh. show. And I'm like, I would really love to make this. And what made it really even fun was doing the the Lego thing got the best um, response from any other meme I've ever done. I, I was a little bit in shock, but uh, it was the Raphael one with oh, yeah. the show. That one made me laugh the most because Megan Raphael, like trying to get that little Lego figure was just the best. And I actually wanted to have that little Raphael figure. Who doesn't? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would do terrible things to it, but well, never mind. <laughs> I want to do great things to it. Not what? in a weird way. Oh, well, it sounded a little <laughs> weird. Just so saying. Weird. Uh, going back <laughs> to Patreon for a half a second. Yeah. Like you said, the last uh, bonus episode was with Jenna and the next month, the next month's one yeah. is with Jeff. I'm so excited. I had so many questions and then it was just like, blah, but I, I think I did ask a bunch of questions on there. So I'm hoping I didn't, this we is, get to them. This is the one time I didn't ask questions because I know all the ladies are all about what's up with Jeff. I mean, I can see he's got a little, uh, you know, I, he's got some musk. I think people need to check out is what I'm assuming. Ooh, I think you're right. Oh gosh. <laughs> I mean, for somebody else. <laughs> 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 oh, am I blushing? Thinking of something alone here. Um, yeah, boy. Um, shall we talk about the Monday episode with Doug Benson? Let's do it. All right. Um, if nobody had heard Doug Doug Benson before. Dung? Dung. Dung. Oh, God. How you doing? My name's, yeah, my name's Dung Benson. How do you spell (laughs) Dung? That goes back to them talking about the Douglas and the, whatever they were talking about during that episode of Mm -hmm. the full name and nicknames. Dung Benson. That's a, that's, (laughs) I'm sure it's not a new one because his followers probably accidentally make that mistake too. Um, His voice, I just need to talk about it for a second. Mm-hmm. This is not a dig. It's just an observation. If you had never heard him before, you probably know he was a stoner. <laughs> oh, my God. By the yeah. way he talks. it's He's got that slow. Some of them have uh, some of them. <laughs> like there's some other. But he's just the slow stoner. She would say something and then it was like, uh, what were we talking about again? Uh, that kind of. It's the Seth, like the Seth Rogen. Yes. situation too he's the same way where it's like you're almost like you're just like half a second off yes we're and like, you're are like are you hearing me yeah are you from no offense to southern people but are you from <laughs> the south because i'm from new england so i speak uh, very fast right and i'm always like oh what's guy know right i'm gonna get all the hate mails what oh, are you like, talking about like gilmore girls <laughs> yeah exactly that's gal. right i'm just <laughs> oh gosh i can tell you a story about gilmore girls but anyway yes you're absolutely right 
I'm just, I'm simply just a Lorelai Gilmore. <laughs> just chatting away. There's so many times I watch that show and I think, clearly someone from Connecticut would not know that because it's a California thing. And they just kind of crossed it over because they're filming in LA. <laughs> I, I don't think, did I, did I share this story before? Here's an embarrassing, my oh, 30th, oh, I'm, I'm really going to share. This oh, is an embarrassing, good. yeah. 30 years old, my 30th birthday party, um, my wife, uh, uh, we were dating at the time, she held a surprise 30th birthday party for me. Now, my wife, um, um, I have a stepdaughter, so think, you know, like most relationships starting out, it was just a little bit complicated. So she was at her parents' house, and I was watching because her and her daughter were really into Gilmore Girls. Oh, boy. Um, so somehow, being a supportive boyfriend, I really got into this, and somehow. I was watching it. <laughs> Somehow, I just to support them. Uh-huh. So I was there the the Friday before my surprise birthday party, and I'm kind of really watching this, and it was really getting late at night, and I kind of got the feeling I was being shoved out. Hey, why don't you go home? Why don't you go home? Like, that's weird. Okay. So I show up late the next day. I was told to be there at a certain time, and I show up, and I, I'm oblivious. I walk in there. It's a big surprise birthday party. I'm all excited. I got all my buddies with me, right? So all my boys are hanging around me. And my wife's there and my mother-in-law walks up and they're giving me a little hard time about showing up late. And my mother-in-law goes, well, he was up here watching Gilmore Girls. You could hear, you could hear a friggin' record scratch. And I'm looking and I'm like, what? And all three of my pals in around me are looking at me going, what, what did, what did you just say? Did you say you're watching the Gilmore Girls? Right. I had a huge vagina that entire day, but I don't care. I don't care. I have a feeling that vagina stuck though because yeah, you I still can't got. shake that one. Once that's no. in and with, with your guy friends or with yeah. any friends, once yeah. one thing starts, you're the Gilmore guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm the Gilmore guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So that's, that's a- my embarrassing 30th uh, birthday story. Sorry. Okay. We digress. That's a great story. Oh, um, yes. Doug Benson. Uh, first, he kind of talked about Twitter – Maybe he doesn't really watch it as much because the feed is full of Trump tweets, which I couldn't agree more. And I I really don't have anything against people saying anything or saying how they feel or having opinions or putting it on Twitter. It's just for me, a lot of times it's too much and I just can't take it that much that I need to just it, it's really hard when you can't change something. To just see the rantings, which is all understandable. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just that, oh, I can't see anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you have that? Feeling? I do. I do. You know, it's 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 next to impossible. I find, and it's it's different for us because we're not celebrities, and we're not, and you know that the Twitter presence. We're not getting paid to be, you know, on Twitter, right? And 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 those, who, you know, Doug and Allison, you know, that's really a lot of where their promotion comes in. I cannot engage with somebody in Twitter if it's going to be negative or anti my opinion. And luckily, for the most part, um, you know, the only time I get all uppity is if somebody's attacking a fan or Allison or something, that's when I kind of jump in, but I end up, I'm really good at dropping an insult, burning and then blocking them. And Mm, as much, as much as I want to sit here and say, boy, I know that really pissed that person off, but I, I I love it because it's, there's nothing more satisfying than saying, you know what, go F yourself and uh, have a nice day. And by the way, I'm never going to see if you call me a jerk or anything else, you know? So I really, really like that piece. Um, yeah, I, (laughs) 
it's weird. You just can't engage with people on Twitter. There's a lot of crazy on Twitter. There really is. I think it's just because there is a lot of crazy in the world. And now everyone has yeah. this vehicle to just throw their craziness at you. Right. <laughs> and anonymously too, right? Yes. I mean, it's like, I think we talked about it a few weeks ago that someone's, per- like your personality, a human's personality, the way it changes when it gets in a car in comparison to if you were standing maybe in the grocery line with someone is right. much different. So now you're behind Twitter or any other kind of social media where you can just say, post, whatever the fuck you want. And it's mm-hmm. just, I don't even know. Like there's no repercussions. There's nothing. This, this isn't actually Russia. So there's nothing going to happen to you. It's so, it's so weird though. Cause I don't think it's everybody. I mean, I, True. you know, when I have a Twitter handle, my Twitter handle is my name, right? A lot of people will do something else. Um, and, and again, even if it wasn't, you know, I don't want to go and attacking somebody who I don't know. Right. You know, I mean, it just, it just doesn't make any sense. I'm amazed at these, and usually it's men. I'm telling you, usually, you know, we, there's a theory about it being young fathers. Yeah. I don't like to buy into that too, too much, but I think it, it may not be young fathers, but teenage kids, right? Kids that are in their early twenties, mom and dad aren't there, you know, and they yes. are, I, I don't know if it's hormones or stupidity or what it is. Everything. It's just right. It doesn't, and, and I know it's not. a new toy or any right, kind of social right. media and there's. There hasn't been any repercussions yet. And you think about the idiot things that you did when you were 20 following you forever. I can't imagine myself. It's got to be – it's just got to be in between bouts of masturbation, right? They're either doing that and then going to Twitter. Oh, God. Fuck you. No, fuck me. No, fuck – oh, wait. (laughs) Yeah, right. That's right. Oh, you're right. Good idea. Let me check this out. I think I just hit on something. Um, (laughs) Speaking of hitting on something, Doug Benson's show – High court. Oh, sorry. Actually, he wants it to be the high court, which it's I totally get. <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, that's the funniest thing about that show because I, I – all right. So yes, I hate to me. say this. Uh, let me just tell you. Let's <laughs> talk about – I'm going to give my opinion of Dunk Benson, okay? okay. Now, oh, Doug, you said Dung Benson again, didn't Dung you? Benson. I'm going <laughs> to – it's so hard to say. Um You know, I've known, I've known about the guy for years and years. I know he's been in Allison's a bunch of time and out of many, many people, he's just one of the guys that – I just – he's not my flavor, right? Right. He's just – I'm always like – I kind of listen to him and I'm like, oh, I just can't – I can't deal with – you know, I can't – I just can't deal with it, right? So I, I, I sat here and said, let me check it out. Let me check out High Court and let me check out he, – he does his other little um, thing where he does uh, online videos where he's smoking some weed. Um, I am a huge Cheech and Chong fan. I mean, been forever, you know, kid yeah. of the 70s, kid of the 80s and 70s, right? So um, I was watching like Cheech and Chong – you know, hang out with him and smoke some weed. And I'm like, I could just listen to those two guys talk forever. But I'm like, Doug, man, you're, I just, I don't get it. And that show is just like high court. And it's almost like all the other shows he does. It's just him smoking pot. Okay. See, okay. So you did the homework because I thought little homework. Well, first of all, watching these kinds of shows maybe would have been my bag about 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Right. Sure. And, Maybe in between weird jobs or you watch, you know, Judge Judy or whatever. But it interested me for a lot of reasons, but it's not something I would ever watch. Like you said, he's not really my kind of – he's not my type of flavor. <laughs> but it was still a fun show and I, I think – I love it when people have good ideas even though it's not something I'm going to watch. But the High Court THC, that's funny. 
also the premise that he can actually make a judgment on these cases is hilarious. <laughs> but above that, I don't think I'm really and not interested enough to actually watch it. But uh, I just think the whole thing is, is kind of interesting. They even talked about the crazy, insane litigation and all yeah. the like with the dog owner and, and different things like that, where I think all of that's very interesting and funny. And I think that it's, he, ha- he tapped into something that was, that maybe wasn't there yet, you know, so a crossover right. because I think of course the pot smoking culture is pretty huge, especially where it becomes legal, which I wanted to talk about that too. But, mm-hmm. uh, so he's not your flavor. You watch the show, not your cup of tea. Right. Ish. Right, but it, but it had, but don't get me wrong though. It had nothing. It has nothing to do with the fact that, uh, you know, that he's a pot smoker, right? right. I, I definitely, I don't want to, I definitely don't want to come off as well. It's because he's a pot smoker. That's why Jay doesn't like him. Absolutely not the case. We were talking about that earlier, and we'll go into it. We'll go into it some more. Um, the, and I think to your point, I think I don't know. I we kind of grew up in a time where in high school. That was the biggest thing, right? That all mm-hmm. the kids thought they're going to legalize marijuana. Okay, now twenty some odd years later, that is happening, right? It's, right? it's absolutely happening, and I think for a lot of kids, uh, a lot of people, or actually not even kids, but a lot of adults we grew up with, that are like, "Hey, sweet, great, you know, this is very, very good," and they take it very mature. And I relate it to um, to hunting. Okay, you could be a twenty year old kid with a gun and shoot you know, things in your backyard and not have any respect for neighbors or other people, or you can be a respectful hunter who is doing it for the, for uh, the sport or to, you know, that's what you grew up with. You know what I mean? And I think pot smoking, a lot of things like that, you know, it needs to be, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's, it's, it needs to be responsible. Right. Right. And my point with the Doug Benson shows are, the reason why it's not my my cup of tea is it's like here's an excuse to do something silly and smoke pot. Do you know yes. why? Because because we can do it. And it's yes. like yeah, but it's not any funnier. You know Wait, what I mean? I wonder if from ten, ten years from now, when it's legal everywhere, if, are people going to look right. back and think, "Wow, you're smoking pot. Cool." Although, yeah, doing it on TV, or maybe they're not doing it on TV, but the it's the essence that they're stoned. Right, right. Um, because when I used to watch Match Game, which is one of my favorite game shows ever. They used to be able to drink and smoke on there. And oh, you yeah, can't drink true. and smoke on TV. But when I watch that, I'm like, ah, I just want to go – literally want to go back in time and waste my time travel just to go back and be on that show. <laughs> just for that – like it just seems like an amazing time, which I realize there are a lot of bad things going on then. But that whole thing, I do wonder how it will change things. I wonder if you could just – oh, we're just stoned or if that's going to be old hat, you know? Yeah, I, I think I think it will be. I think I think very much like Twitter, right? Where we keep saying Twitter's dead. I mean, it's you know maybe you're right. Maybe at some point the the smoking weed on TV will be dead because it's going to be as common as tying one on at the local pub, you right. know. And it's this because it's the same thing, you know. Right. It's going to be the pothead mom that's not taking care of her kids, not the drunk mom. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, speaking of pot, more. I know Allison asked the question. She had that question of can any – I mean being in California, it's legal here. Oh, and yeah. she asked the question, what – I mean can you just smoke pot? Do you need a card? And I, be, living here, the legality of it still confuses me greatly <laughs> where I – like I do enjoy smoking pot, but it's mm-hmm. literally probably once a year. And 
maybe that doesn't constitute enjoyment, but when I do it, I really enjoy it, but I don't have that. I need to do it every day, which I did have friends that were really couldn't live without it. Hmm. But, uh, so I, but I still have that feeling of it needs to be secret and it needs to be this. I don't know if it can be in my car. What if it smells? I don't know. Like, I don't know how anything works <laughs> when there's and I think, the change. I, yeah, definitely. And I think it's, and I also think it's also the culture that we, we've grown up in. Where, yeah, I mean, we always knew that kid in high school where yeah. I'd get a little, I'd get a dime bag from, oh, you and know me. everybody, <laughs> yeah, ex- right, that's right. You but, you know, the, <laughs> right, exactly, exactly, and, and and like everybody knew he was, everybody knew he was the kid to get it from, right. but you didn't really talk about it all over the place because it was kind of a secretive thing, right? I mean, I, again, I think it's like, and 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 again, maybe the generation. Where it's again kind of like a version of prohibition. This is a generation will will be able to go to the the local mobile and pick up a uh, yes. you know a pack of joints. You, uh, same prohibition is my exact point that I wanted to make. Is I wondered what it felt like when the end of temperance happened, and it's thirteen years later, and all of a sudden you're allowed to drink. I mean, a lot of things have to happen. There's a lot of confusion. But then there's also the people going wild, but there's also maybe the people that were going wild that think, oh, this isn't cool anymore <laughs> or this isn't getting away with anything. I'm not right. a rebel. You know, anybody can drink. I, I just don't know what it's going to be like. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping this will kind of tailor out because, again, Massachusetts, which is just south of us, because, uh, Lisa, we're touching the Atlantic Ocean. We have a very small coast here in New Hampshire. <laughs> I know I geography geography is rough. I wish you brought me some trivia from your neck of the woods. I'm like, oh, you you're know, in the United States? That's cool. Good for you. <laughs> you know, I know we're going we're gonna to be there in May, and I was saying to my wife, I'm like, I just want to show her a map and say, Lisa, <laughs> say, tell us where New Hampshire is. So Point <laughs> on the map. I know. And then that have I my know. son to put his finger on there. <laughs> Um, I can figure out New oh, Hampshire. Crap, I forgot my point now. I lost my damn point. I must be smoking too much weed. <laughs> we were talking about the the changeover from being able to do something and not. Yeah, so I remember. It was basically the – I think eventually it will be old hat. I think it will – you know, it will go, it'll go away and it will be – there will be some other drug they will be trying to legalize. Hopefully it won't be like crystal meth or anything. Oh, but, God. you know. Yeah, right? yes. It's like, oh, you can tell the crystal meth heads they have like half a chiclet tooth left, you know. <laughs> If they're lucky. That reminds right. me of the wedding I went to a couple weeks ago. <laughs> what? Is that a poor white trash wedding? Because it oh. seems like, like, oh my God, I hate to Let say me. it, but crystal meth is the poor white trash drug. Oh, it is. I feel like it was rampant at this place. And what's weird is the wedding was in this beautiful beach area that was just wonderful. And I thought, okay, this is going to be really nice. And I got there and I started looking around at the people. And I'm like, okay, I don't I, – Okay, I could say I don't judge, but clearly on this show, all I do is judge. <laughs> mm, me too, me too. This is the judging zone. It really is. But uh, the 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 lack of teeth and the oh, yeah. the big bellies and the yeah. the shaved heads. And... Sounds like my kind of people. <laughs> it was oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Hold on, know... was it, was were they related by not only marriage but blood? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they're purebred. Oh. That's what they oh, call yeah. themselves. <laughs> They're AKC. <laughs> <laughs> They're AKC. <laughs> oh my god! Hold on. Boom! That is the best drop ever. <laughs> oh. Sponsored by Yukonuba. <laughs> I am. Anyway, uh, speaking <laughs> of speaking of magic, Doug Ben Dung Benson was a Dung magician. Benson. A magician. Oh my god! He, that was actually kind of cool. He had, <laughs> he told two funny stories. Yes. That was the first one. The other one later. Yeah the the magician thing. At first, uh, I thought. Oh, you. But I feel like my 
my daughter is kind of she goes through phases of being obsessed with magic mm-hmm. and putting on magic shows but she also has gone in and out of telling me especially the other night she came, she came home from this rehearsal this play rehearsal and she's like I realized what I want to be when I grow up. She said, I want to be a director. I said, okay, I think you can do that. <laughs> but magician was not, you know, ever going to be a thing, but she got really into magic and putting on shows and really got into it. So at first I wanted to make fun of Doug. And I'm like, wait a second, my daughter's totally into that. That's not, <laughs> yeah. I actually think it's pretty rad. <laughs> yeah, I think, and I think anybody does. And it's funny, my, my stepdaughter got into that as well. When she was younger, she got, got into magic. Then, and I remember I bought her this like huge Harry Blackstone set just so Whoa. she could play with, but it was too complicated and she was too young and and I wasn't very good at magic. And but I mean, it, it's one of those things where I think uh, you know all kids right they want to be a magician, an astronaut, and a veterinarian. Right. And I think most of that kind of comes in and out. Um, and then you look at them, you're like, that's you're not you know I hate to break your spirit, but you're, you're not going to get a you're not going to get a career on that. So let's right. look at something else. So it sounds like your your daughter was very smart and goes, you know what, mom, you're right. Let's let's I'll be a director. You're right. She's gone in and out of I want to be a dancer, a director, an actor, a writer. She's gone back and forth through all those things. Isn't she like really young? Yes. Well, she's ten now, but she started <laughs> really being into writing and all these things when she was like five or six or whenever she could start writing. And then an awesome kid. Just writing plays where I mean very childlike but she would write everybody's parts and put all the different you know things that are going on and she's in this play now and she comes home and she thinks this lady who's running and she has no idea what she's doing she I'm like whoa okay take a step back here so she's the opposite of the cash me outside girl right <laughs> and can somebody explain to me because I was just like like Allison, this cash me outside. Yes. I think I saw it come across on TMZ and I looked and I, and I was, I was hoping like there was supposed to be a video and I, I love it when people beat the snot out of each other and I started to read it and I lost interest. But is this like a thing now? This cash me outside thing? Is this, I honestly had never heard it either. And yep. I love if it's anti Dr. Phil because he's, I used to really love his show. But oh, do we not love him anymore? I don't know. I, yeah. I think I'm, I'm on, I've watched enough shows where he ca- he contradicted himself so many times or was high and mighty and then seeing his wife saying, I've never yelled at my kids and they've turned out perfect. And I think mm-hmm. these people are going to come back as serial killers. You just wait. <laughs> and you're yeah, right. dead behind the eyes, like step for yeah. wife look yep. is not fooling anybody. But wow. Sorry, man. No, I, I, hey. I need to take a test. I know. Oh, my you know gosh. What actually is? I'm actually... Let's let's have gal chat for a second. I'm going to oh. start my period in a couple of days, and I'm PMSing. <laughs> <laughs> why why do I seem like I'm always on these shows? Why is it these shows? <laughs> they're always I'm these always shows. In. Oh, that's true. That's right. I mean, well, we do one a week, so I mean, it's got to be uh, one every right. month. If you oh my gosh! My, dart at a target, you, you're I'm bound sure, to hit one once in a while. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure if my wife hears this, it listens to this, she'll kill me for saying this. But my uh, wife is actually fantastic, and and very <laughs> very rarely uh, is she is she off. But when she's off, I notice it, and I point out to her, and I'm like, you know, there's something there's something not quite right. And she never says anything to me then, but two hours later she go, I started my period. And I'm like, oh, well, yay, that's great. No so kidding. yeah. You know, I yeah. have a period app for two reasons. Sometimes I'm like, I feel like it's been forever. I should probably see when that's going to happen. And also, it happens once a month, and I still think, 
Ah, damn it. I'm surprised this is happening again. But you're always surprised by this. I have the surprise of, oh, shit. Like, I forget about it. The same way Allison says, why not just get a subscription to, like, tampons, (laughs) which I do have now. And that sounded very strange. But through Amazon, I just get them delivered. So because you're not going to – I'm not getting pregnant anytime soon and I'm not ending anytime soon. So what are we denying here? The other thing is the the first thing the doctor asks you is when's the first day of your last period – that sentence alone is confusing. And then you're sitting up on the thing with your stupid robe gown thing on and you're mm-hmm. trying to remember a date. So I have the period up for partially for that reason too. There's a lot of fun things you just covered there. I mean, first of all, I'm going to get, they have a, they have a, they have a Patreon episode for tampons now. So you can support tampons if you want. What? That's great. I'm just kidding. Um, but the, the, um, yeah, I, I even forgot what the heck I was going to say, but, um, so i will look on my every once in a while i think oh i remember it's been a while i'll check my app ah shit it's happening in seven days okay so tuesday hey everybody tuesday that's when this is happening but i don't i'm not crabby on the day it's usually the week before where i'm like really tense and every little thing that bothered me before that i don't mention is really amplified right now That's why, gosh, you know, I'm I'm afraid after we're done doing this podcast, it's like, what did Jay say? <laughs> the um, but you know, here's the other interesting thing: when 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 uh, when us men who have no clue really will never have a clue about how the female body actually works, but when you first move in with a woman and you're looking at a calendar, and like one of the mistakes I made is I grab just after January, I throw out the calendar, and I was schooled about how I cannot throw out that calendar because. Apparently, there is like a little decimal point on some day on the calendar. And I'm going, what the hell is this? Do- I don't know. What What is this supposed to tell me? They should teach that in sex ed. Yes. You know, they should pull the boys aside and say, listen, girls have this weird relationship with the calendar. They can't tell you how it works, but yep. they're going to put a dot on it. Yes. And it's like, I, what? Or in red Sharpie with a P like I used to. <laughs> They'll, I mean, that could mean anything. <laughs> that could mean postman. Obvious, oh, red yeah. P. Hmm, what's going to happen on that day? Okay. But it would really benefit <laughs> y- you all, y'all, yeah, to get y'all. the app yourself because then you could clue in, you know what? She might be a little testy this time of this time yeah. of the month. Maybe. Oh, you're saying you're I see you. So you're giving us really this is relationship advice. This is. I this honestly, is. we've talked about this on on another episode where I can't admit I'm PMSing right now, which mm. is a thing. Instead, I just, uh, like, what's going on with you? I don't know. Why don't I just say, hey, I'm PMSing. Leave me alone. I'm in a bad, I'm in a bad mood. I don't know. I just can't be straightforward and just say, hey, <laughs> this is happening. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I agree because I think that's the right thing to say right now. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> but here's a real question. to you get don't have oh, a, a daughter either, so that's. Well, I, I well, I have a I have a I have a teenage daughter. Who I, well, teenage oh, gosh, she's twenty. Okay. She's twenty. Well, no, she's my, my stepdaughter. I've known since she was six. Or I keep forgetting. Okay, she's twenty. She's twenty-two now. All of the stuff. That yeah, I'm but that looking was looking forward to and not oh, looking forward. Yeah, to. but no, because that was the stepdad. I luckily had nothing to do with it okay. at all. As a matter of fact, the most embarrassing time in my life is I have uh, I have uh, younger sisters twin sisters mm. and I remember the day this is so devastating oh I think uh, I think you told 
I think story, I did right. Please, my, say my, please say it again. Please say it again. Oh I, my god! I forget all of it. My sister, one of the one of the two twins, starts her period. And my mother says, "Oh, I want to let you know your sister started her period for the first time." You know, she was twelve years old, and I'm like, "Ma, I don't care." <laughs> and my sister was devastated. Why would she do I, that? Because my mother's a crazy French woman. I don't <laughs> know how else to explain that. <laughs> you know, love her to death, but crazy French woman. Oh my gosh. Why? Boy, Why? So how we digress. But here's a real question. Think about relationship and therapy. So on the high court, I wanted to just swing back around. Yes. I wanted to talk about the dog situation where – I really thought about this, right? Where there's a dog right. and the guy is obviously has this you know, attachment to this dog and so on and so forth. And the lady – because clearly she's a slut. She's out doing whatever. Um, then wants the dog back. And then, of course, it was her dog. So Doug – Dong Benson gave it <laughs> back to the lady. <laughs> gave it back to the lady. I felt bad for the guy. I was like, but wait a minute. Why doesn't the how can, cut that damn dog in half? Oh. You know, I feel the same. And I love that he's able to judge on if I like this person or not, or yeah. if they deserve it or not, because the law is she should get it back. But when you meet somebody, there's so many times that in court, I'm sure judges like this son of a bitch <laughs> doesn't deserve a thing but he's gonna get it and right. i think this dare i say c word did not deserve her dog back right you mean she's uh currently up with the news that's the correct. c word you're talking about and yes correct <laughs> yes. yes incorrect <laughs> <laughs> no i mean yeah yeah that's i don't know it, it, it so there's there's a positive part that's true i guess doug doesn't have to follow follow the true law i mean i think he can it's it's told to him, but he can go. He can judge whatever way he wants, and I guess that that's what kind of makes the show interesting. But again, not my cup of tea. Right. I can't imagine signing up for a show knowing that Doug Benson is, has all the ruling and thinking my personality is totally going to shine. He's going to side with me and being a total asshole. <laughs> right. Right. Let's see. What else did they talk about on that? I wanted to talk about Allison people. Hashtag Allison yes. people and the yeah let's talk about it yes the the origin story on that which when I heard that Leanne. I thought, where did yes I thought where did it come from mm-hmm. and originally I didn't like it and I have to tell you why it just sounded kind of uh, I don't know just didn't sound uh, well it's just know, you and I clever? talking so let definitely okay. let's it's you and I talking let's why don't you explain it to me so it just sounded kind of oh we're Allison people it just sounded kind of Whatever, but when you re- when you really think about it, we mm-hmm. truly are at heart the true fans of Allison. We are Allison people, so I can think of a, a better name. Actually, you know, I I would a hundred percent agree with you. I mean, I think I used it on a couple of tweets, and then if if you think back, we were talking about the fans earlier. All of us, right? Who wear. And it, it's not just Allison, right? But it's it's Daniel and it's right. Colonel Jeff Fox and it's Jenna and Al. Uh-huh. We always – we're wearing those damn shirts all the time. Yep. And some people know who Allison is and some people don't and we're in, we're introducing it. And I think – I think it comes back to it's it's this love-love relationship, right? Where she, she really is getting behind us. We're getting behind her. And it's true. We're all these – we're all these – Different people come from all different walks of life, you know. Some of us from different planets, <laughs> um, and I'm not going to say who, but I'm just about planet period. 
No, no, okay, no. I was actually going to make a terrible Raphael joke, but I was like, oh, no, geez. no, I wasn't even thinking of that. I love Raphael. Anyway, so the 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 point is though, I think Allison people, Planet we definitely groceries. all are. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Eating. <laughs> yeah. The oh, um. Ew. Uh, and Leanne <laughs> pinpointed the genesis of it being the show with who is with it? oh yeah I hold on I wrote it it's on it was I on said Doug Benson <laughs> crap and my my Facebook isn't working so I can't get there right now <laughs> so she figured out the genesis of it being she did. on uh, an earlier episode of with Allison. <laughs> it yeah it wasn't it was <laughs> I almost want but, to say Dana Gould but it's not him it's Point. Leanne, we, you posted it on the Alice uh, on our, our Facebook. Hold on. I feel like we're doing. I'm pulling it up. I really we'll feel to, like it was going to be on the tip of it. Greg Proops. Greg Proops. Okay. Greg Proops. That, okay. He, wasn't he, he was the guy who was on Star Wars, right? I, pff, I, I have no idea. Anyway. Uh, I am going to leave all of that in because it's good to see behind the curtain sometimes. But Greg Proops. Talked a lot about, we talked a lot about behind the curtain, let me tell you. <sighs> oh, my gosh. The meat curtain? What do you chance, <laughs> Or Lee? Yeah, that's where Leanne would say Jason. A Jason? How dare yeah, you? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. No, oh, well, she's not a Southern belle, but she would just say Jason. No. Um, yeah, she's a yeah. England girl. She knows. Right. She knows what's up. Uh, so Greg Proops. And he just said, oh, like, you know, you're Allison people. And I think it just kind of – it just started from that. And every time I do hashtag Allison people, I think – I wonder if Allison likes that because I don't know if people said hashtag Lisa people. I would think, oh, that's cool <laughs> because it doesn't roll. It's not like Benson burners, which totally works. But Benson when I gone. really, th- I know when I really thought about it, we really are. It's like it runs in our blood. We are Allison people, so it totally it totally fits. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I I'm I think we've all I think we've all kind of just taken to it and i think we like it and i don't mind somebody calling me an allison person i'd be like yeah what of it and next <laughs> pass the bong bro <laughs> the best part of the show the part that i thought was really interesting was when dung benson was talking about Anne hache oh yes so i was as a matter of fact that was the one thing where my ears kind of perked up because i love hearing other people other celebrities talk about trash about yes. other celebrities i'm always it. up for yes. that i love it when they don't shy away from just telling the truth about their experience with a star because they don't give a shit about what comes back to them. They're just telling the truth. I love that. So go. Yes. Yeah. So basically that was, that was it. I didn't realize that she was such a crazy. um, I mean, I guess I've always known that she was such a crazy. um, She's, she's one of those stars where she's a little crazy, but I've kind of always liked her. You know, I liked her when she was with Ellen and I liked her, you know, when she, I don't know if that was like her publicity stunt. Um, because that's what it kind of felt like. But I've always thought she was a decent actress and 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 sort of kind of cute. And uh, but I love the fact that she's crazy. I mean, it's just it's the whole package. It's you know, just like for the crazies. Okay, so I guess so. Didn't yeah, she run through the streets, all um Margot Hemingway. I just yeah, I have that like downloaded. It's I use that all the time, and then I say any retweets out. But yes. <laughs> I, should, I think she had a. Uh, I think she had a. Uh, she had a, a, a breakdown, as you would. Yes. Uh, you might call it. like a. What's that kid? Uh, the kid from Transformers that always has those breakdowns. Oh, I don't know. See, anyway. I feel like when you talk about pop culture, because we're the, roughly the same age, I think, oh yeah, yes. he gets me. And then you say that, I'm like, I'm old. <laughs> no, the um, oh god, Shia LaBeouf. Oh, is that his okay. Name? 
Okay, so my husband, this is total side note. My husband today told me <laughs> that his latest movie that came out, apparently England told one, me. One? Yes! One person. Yes! Yeah, one hell yeah. One person bought a ticket. I said, and I'm pretty sure it was his that mom. is a country. Yes. <laughs> that is a country that fucking sticks together. Because I was telling him, <laughs> half of this country would half idiots that would just wander into the theater not knowing. But they are like, I, we don't like this guy. We're st- making a stand. And one person. I mean, who is this? Robert Hayes just coming in? I'm naming it. Just, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. I, he's, his I mom. Think, it was his mom. It was weird. It, right, it, he's, I think he's a weird dude because I think all of us look at him kind of like the Lindsay Lohan. It's the train wreck, right? It's the, you were on top of the world. How could you possibly screw this up? Oh, that's how. Right. You just act so crazy that people are like, you know, I mean, it's not just him. He's just a good example. So back to what we were saying. Anne Hayes, yes. she was like one of the originals. One of the originals went nuts. Mm-hmm. You know, um, her, the other thing that I thought I was. I mean, that's like mental illness. That just is is one of those sad cases where you think. Right. This is where fame is not doing you any favors, where she needed help. Right. With Shia LaBeouf and the other people, they had no foundation of parents and I honestly don't even know anything that Shia LaBeouf has done or I don't even know who he is, what he looks like. I don't know anything. I may have known something from watching Talk Soup and that's about it, but that's been years. So I don't even know when my husband mentioned him today, I'm like, he's still in the news. (laughs) I know, I know a little bit about him and this is going to sound like I know a lot about him, but I know he, I I think it was like geeks and something, something he started off at MTV, but I know he has like a couple of hippie parents. He ended up getting like the first Matt Damon and Ben Affleck acting job in Project Greenlight. And I always was watching his, because he's a great, he was a great actor back in the day. I mean, he's not that old, but as a kid, he was a really, really good actor. Um, I don't know what happened, but uh, you know, you, you make a good point about the, uh, if it's a mental health issue versus just somebody who's, cause nowadays it's hard to judge. Is it mental? Right. Is it really a mental problem or is it drug related? That right. is such a hard line. And when I'm, when I'm picking on someone, I like to think I'm picking on them because I think that there's drugs involved. If there's somebody who's really has some mental issues, well, I know it's a hard line, but I, I don't pick on them because of that. Although some no, people you're attracted. <laughs> I'm a, I'm attracted to the crazies. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's and the, aff- the la- it's the affluence with the others, I think. And then that's right. Which turns into drugs and whatnot. But, and the, and the last thing that kind of dug up, uh, that tied up the whole Dongi Benson was, oh you can tell that he's a huge pot smoker because the guy tried to fight with Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> yes. What the hell is wrong with you, bro? Uh, Yes, I love that Jean-Claude backed down because he's like, I'm a sheriff in whatever town and I'm cool. I can like keep my, myself. But yeah, he, that was a death <laughs> wish. I think you may be confusing him with um, Steven Seagal, but yes. Oh, I am. Yep, yep. Like, but yes. You know what? Jean-Claude it's also, one too. He's honorary. He's an honorary sheriff it's also, in my yeah, shed. It's, it's a, oh, God, no, please, no. No, I wanna not. If I could unhear something, that would be it. The, that's um, the thing? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you're easy to please, my friend. Yeah, yeah, that's what my wife says. All right, moving right along. Okay. Open, shut them, open, shut them, give a little clap, clap, clap. Open, shut them, open, shut them, put them in your lap, lap, lap. 
Creep them, crawl them, slowly creep them right up to his, your chin, chin, chin. Open up your little mouth, but do not let them in. All right, let's bang out Thursday, why don't we? Yep. Yep, okay. So um, the Thursday show, so they had an interesting uh, interesting little music they played, huh? Uh, it was quite interesting. Uh, yeah. You, my friend, are very mm-hmm. good at keeping secrets. Because yeah. not only yeah. yes, I... were you going to be on this show tonight, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. had been texting, and you said something about you were texting colonel jeff and it's hush hush and i thought okay i like a good secret i don't need to like pry but i didn't put two and two together and then listening to the show today i'm like jay insley hello yeah yeah a lot of i sent when i was a lot of that texting was a lot of dps you know what i mean um the you know it was it was crazy and not only that but at the end of the best friends episode last week what was the song that you played at the end of that episode that was the the same song, but just the it was the that, same song. Yes, that the actual just the kids were doing. It was the kid is right. It was a kids version. So I had on on that Thursday, that one came together really really quickly. So I had I had heard that Thursday show, rushed home from work Thursday, um, and so just like the memes, sometimes it just hits me as like, oh, this is a funny idea. Let me try this. And some of the memes will come together really quickly because I don't, obviously I don't just do memes. I'll do some audio stuff and I'll do some, uh, some like video slideshows. I love doing that with Jen and Al because when, even when Allison is talking about a story and I think the one I did was like when she was talking about the mucus plug and the, the foot coming out. If you remember that whole thing, it was like this, I was picturing like what, you know, going, oh, that's disgusting. So anyway, the point I'm making is the, the Thursday I came home, rushed home, isolated that audio, and here's the best part about the audio. I had to – I got the track, and then I had to speed her up and slow her down, mm. and I had to auto-tune it to try to make it at least sound like – so what was really funny yes. was – was the fact that and I and I, and Jeff totally saved my ass. That's all I'm going to say because you could hear in her tone. Did did Jay do that just to be you know? And definitely that wasn't her mindset. But was he doing to be mean? And the way that he laughs, going, no, I think it just turned out that way. You know, kind of just totally saved me. And then they were talking about the whole auto tuning. And I thought the best punchline when she says, "Well, I sound bad," and that's on Jay. I laughed so hard because <laughs> it was like, well, yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is. The um, but the greatest part was I was rushing around trying to figure out how to contact Jeff Fox. That was mm. the hardest part because I'm like, he just doesn't have much of a presence. So he was right. super duper cool. I kind of reached out into Twitter and then we kind of had a little DM and 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 very similar to what uh, Jenna will do sometimes is he says, listen, this is you know wrote me so this is really really funny. I've got some ideas. He had some ideas as well, and he's like, I'm gonna try to play this if I can. I'll try to squeeze it in. So. The last time I sat here and thought something was going to come out, it didn't. I was like, Aww. oh, I better not say anything to anybody last. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that was really, really cool. So this is the best part of the story. I get up this morning. So it's, you know, East Coast time. So I'm up at 5 a.m. And I'm sitting having my coffee on the toilet. And <laughs> I, oh grab my, I grab my phone. F- okay. Go. Yes, and I, I grab my phone to download the podcast, but before I do, I simply just check my mail. And Toby Milton was the first person to tweet me that said, "Hey Jay, awesome job at whatever you know at doing the 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 lullaby." And I went, 
oh shit yeah that means it was it was on the show so i like double shit yeah i ran out of the bathroom my pants around my ankles <laughs> and played played that audio and i was like got through the first five minutes and i was like I, I was like that's the greatest thing and then i washed my hands and you know woke my wife up and woke my kid up and said oh my god this is awesome <laughs> so but i was really really excited about this one i couldn't believe how hush hush you were about it and then all day today just nothing and then i hear it i'm like oh my god i get to talk to jay today and get the backstory on it and i love to hear all of that i'm it's yep, and amazing. I knew, and I knew, and I sat here. I was going to start the, this podcast off with saying, "Oh, Lisa, you got a really good get because it's not <laughs> as cool as Raphael's like post visiting the apartment interview." But you know, I definitely got, I got mentions. And how sweet was Jen and Al saying that I was legit? Oh yeah, I know because I'm like, okay, you do a lot of stuff for them, and they totally appreciate, appreciate. it and love yeah. it, and. You know, people can send in bullshit. You don't. You send in good stuff and they well, like I don't, it. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Some of the stuff is complete ha- – I say this all the time. It's hack work. You know, I was watching uh, – we didn't. We should have thanked Ray Morgan because he's always uh, absolutely amazing. But yeah. have you seen the art that Ray has been working on? Yes. I've been watching it like – yes. It, it To me, that is something that's like I, – I don't have that kind of skill. I, I have like a technical skill. Like I recently bought – a um, uh, kind of like a beatbox thing to work on some other stuff. And I, I've never really done that. I've always done audio stuff and I'm great at Photoshop and some other stuff, but now I'm trying to get involved in some music stuff a little bit and I'm trying to learn it by myself, you know, just pick up a new skill if you will. And it's, it's, it's hard. It's, I'm finding it challenging. And I looked mm-hmm. at somebody like Ray who does this just amazing piece of artwork and I'm like, damn it, he is good. You know, I, and I just don't, don't even have know that where kind to begin skill. with that kind of artwork. For me, I'm such a – I'm a hands-on – technology to me is so mm-hmm. foreign. Foreign? That sounded like a foreign word when I said it. Said it? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, what you're happening? So... Oh, <laughs> boy. time that I unravel. Um, but the things <laughs> – the, the art practice that I've been working on and the things that I've been doing are very – like I work with – I know this is going to sound like a great job. I work with wood and I like <laughs> – <laughs> All See, I know with is with a mind like yeah. yours, I know where it's where you can take it. And you did you did just scream out, "I work with wood." Yeah, I do. Now I'm actually take. I just said it, so I'm going to take a drop on myself, and it's really yes. just terrible from here on out. <laughs> it is, but I like that physical. I like painting. I like drawing. I like the things like that. And I look at those things, and I want to create that, but I don't know how to do it. And in, in fact, like doing this show was a struggle for me. You can ask Raphael how long it took me to. To actually try and learn how to edit, which now I love it. It's so much fun. You're masterful and, at it. And I don't – I was just about to say, I don't know how to do much. <laughs> I don't know how to – there are so many things on there that I don't know what they mean, but just the minimum to get the show out. But whenever I learn something new, I think, oh, I can do that now. That's cool. And it's 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 a lot of fun. So I can't imagine doing – that kind of artwork and putting out a picture like that and watching the progress of it was kind of amazing. Yeah. So yeah, I actually, you know, Ray, thanks so much for sharing that with us because I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed watching that whole thing come together and, you know, and then when he was all done, there was a little bit of, you know, 
goofing around about things. I really enjoyed it. Um, but you know, it's it, it, the other point you're making is you're editing on this stuff on the show. Um, I'm very, very into the audio of, of all podcasts. I really like audio and I'm a stickler and a real judge about it, but your edits are, have really been amazingly good. Oh, that means so much coming from you. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it should not. I'm really nobody, but it, they're really, really good. And I listen to, I mean, I'm, I listen BFS Fancast is part of my regular podcast rotation and I always get the J shout outs and I love them. I love that. I know I was thinking today what kind of J shout out am I going to do at Podfest? It's got to be, be I mean, how can you do better than what Ray did for you last I, week? I I it's going to be something. I'm telling I'm you. Thinking about it. It's got to right. be something. All I keep saying is yeah, Ray's shout out and I was showing my work colleagues that same picture of Ray and I was showing him uh, uh, them the, the Photoshop I did. And that is – I love the high J sign. And what I'd really love to have, what I'd really love, it would be all of you guys from Ooh. Megan to Rafi yes. to Becky to everyone standing there holding high J signs with like Alice and Pete. Or even the real, the real trifecta would be having Allison holding a high J sign. That yes. would be cool. So that way, I mean, that okay. would be fun. We're going to make something happen. That would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. I mean, I know I miss, I, I'm going to LA in, in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. um, for a little family vacation. So I, and it stinks that I'm going to miss the May 20th I shindig at your place. But, and I even thought maybe there's a way I could like regroup uh, somehow, but I know you are packed to the gills with plans as it is. It's a short, and it's a short trip. Yeah. It's a short, it's a, sh- it's a short trip. So, but the, and, and one of these days I'll think of some excuse to get back out there. Podfest. <laughs> I, I hope so. Maybe not this year. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Next year. Well, and the Definitely. other thing is if you have people here, that also gives a good reason to come out here because you can go to Bumbershoot, but I don't know if you know anybody in Seattle. So. But at our, I mean, my, my wife and I, we, we actually travel a lot. And before, before the little guy came along, yeah. uh, we traveled all over the place, but right now that's the complexity. It's just, yep. you know, we got, we've got that eventually when I, he's you know, out in his own. Yeah. Right. It's, it's like you once know. a year maybe. And you know, now that they're older, I can, you know, I at least go to Texas once a year to see my friends right. and then my husband and I are going to try. I mean, last year we went to Twin Peaks Festival and now we've already booked to go next year. And I'm so excited. Like if that becomes a thing every year, it'll be amazing because I mean, I'm obviously in love with Twin Peaks, but the area, that area, Seattle and the surrounding mm-hmm. area, shout out to you, Becky. It's amazing. And I am in love with it and I could see myself living there and it's just a wonderful place to visit. So that alone, but then adding the, the Twin Peaks stuff to it is is really fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, we, we've done, we've done last three family vacations have all been Disney based. Mm. And, um, my, my wife and I really, really love the UK. We've been to England a bunch of times, Scotland a bunch of times, and it's actually not that bad of a flight for us. It's only seven hours. Really? Um, yeah, wow, it's that's like, cool. yeah, it's really from Boston. It's just seven hours and you fly overnight and you're kind of good to go. Um, so, you know, it's not much longer than going to the West Coast. And when we got married, we honeymooned in Hawaii. And oh, wow. that flight, I was ready to kill myself because oh. that was like for – we went to Atlanta and then from Atlanta all the way to Oahu. And I was ready to jump out the window. Oh. You know, oh. it was crazy. But but I think next time, I think she – I owe her a, a UK trip at some point. Oh, so that will be the next big trip. You got a lucky yeah, I know. there. That's good. Um, yeah. Yeah, coming to uh, – Luckily, if it's all Disney-based, you'll be coming here maybe more often. But 
I know we're going to go to downtown Disney and that'll be mm-hmm. really fun to meet plus, up. And- plus you have a huge fan. My son, Brian adores the hell out of you. That is the cutest so. thing I've ever heard. He just he it is it is so funny. He he will he'll talk about you and Sam like your, like your cousins. Like we're gonna see Lisa Lari, and I'm like yeah yeah we're gonna, we're gonna and, and he just you know so you just keep keep away. <laughs> just, that's my boy. Well, how's he? No, I'm just gonna <laughs> Brian. <laughs> you're awesome. I should have had you at the sh- the shout outs at the beginning. I love you. I'll put you oh, at the end too. Oh god, he's he's gonna love that. That's so cool. That's so really really back, cool. Yes, let's get back to our. Back our to I know. It. Look at. It. I, I'm really excited that you had that whole thing, and I'm glad that Colonel Jeff put that in at the beginning because, once again, obviously Jeff's a mensch. Because he's, you know, awesome. and I'll, this, this is cemented. I think I've always kind of been hot, uh, hot and cold with Jeff oh, at yo. this point. I'm like, where is at, he yeah. going with this? Right. I okay. think at this point, the guys won me over. He was super professional deal with really a swell guy. And anything I may have said that was slightly negative about a certain argument between him and Greg on a oh, microphone stand. That's right. I take back. I'm sure Greg was in the wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's probably true. Definitely. What are the odds that Greg's going to listen to this? You know Jeff's not listening, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's a mensch. Um, I'm sad that Allison is... Carbs. Yes. Possibly the end of the carb nickname. Okay. I've been... We've been through the whole thing with her, with the... I remember the office supplies. That was rough. Um, right. And then I think... What did she say? The other thing was... We were. Wasn't there, wasn't there like an exotic? I thought she tried the exotic no, fruit thing. They at talked point. about the exotic fruits today, the tropical fruits, right? Oh, something like that. And so that was, I think that was Jenna's suggestion. Then of course that brings on the the fruit song, which she doesn't realize that's going to happen. Anytime you Jenna or any fruit comes up, of course that's going to come up. But I've suggested this time and time again, and I know Allison doesn't listen to this show, so I should actually just su- suggest it to her. But a Patreon supporter, maybe at a certain level, gets to name the carb. And originally, I just thought for one episode, oh, yeah. but if she actually doesn't like it that much, if they can name for the whole month, like, let's say Raphael spends the most money, so he gets to, or maybe she... She does a lottery of all of her Patreon supporters, and they're the ones that get to pick it. But whatever it is, then I would be super excited to name four carbs for the month. And then she wouldn't have to stress about it because I we didn't mention it, but we were her little donut holes this this week. And right. I, I can get behind some good donut holes. <laughs> yeah, I like a good donut hole. Hey, can we have a fun little game? Let's figure out what... Rafi's four carbs would be the first one definitely would be a tamale right (laughs) yes okay i have a tamale i have a tamale story for really quick i want to hear tamales i really (laughs) thought it was something that people said that they liked just because they felt like they had to because i've tried tamales my whole well not my whole life my adult life and never had a good one until last weekend the most amazing tamale where even my husband he's like no i he'll he's tried them many times doesn't like them I said, no, you got to try this one. And he's like, God damn it. That's good. <laughs> I've So my hat's off to you. When Raphael said he liked tamales, I'm like, yeah, of course, blah, blah, blah. You like tamales because you feel like you have to. Your abuela made them, blah, blah, blah. And that's probably racist. But 
my family made them too, and I didn't get behind them, but this one was amazing. And it wasn't some California fruity f- fusion one either. It was traditional. It was delicious. You know, I, it's funny. I've um, So if, if you know anything about New England, we do not do Mexican food good at all. That is uh, one unfortunate thing because that is one reason why I will never live there. Wait, why is that unfortunate? Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Anyways. It's, yeah. And it's unfortunate right, because I mean and, – and it's, it's – it's, uh, you know, I mean we can do sushi all day long and we have okay. really good Chinese food. But Mexican food is the one thing and, and I hate it when like we have friends from the southwest that come on up here and they're like, ugh. So – but luckily enough, one time in my life I had a – amazing tamale an amazing tamale now since then i've been nothing but disappointed so it's right. kind of like finding that heroin high like the first high is the best high <laughs> oh i'm looking for that trust me <laughs> right so that's what i'm looking for as a matter of fact when we go down when we're in california i'm hoping to just have the car pull over to some random shack to get you know find the nastiest yes. looking kid who's selling tamales in the back of his mom and dad's truck i'm gonna eat the damn thing and i guarantee it'll oh. be better than one of our gourmet restaurants up here mr corn tamale i yeah. it was but for me it was at a, it's a farmer's market that i go that i went to and this this family makes them and it was just amazing oh. but and i even brought it home and put it in the microwave i'm like this thing's gonna be dry and mealy and a piece of crap and it was amazing and it has to be wrapped in the corn husk right like the big yeah. old ju- yeah. juicy greasy horn- corn husk and i didn't even get a meat one i just got a cheese one just whatever the kids got beef i got cheese because yeah. I'm like, well it was three four whatever so i'm like okay yeah. i'll just get one and then I heated it up and I ate it and it was – it blew my mind. It was so delicious. That I thought, okay, next weekend when they have the farmer's market, we need to go to get these things. I even went online to see if I can find where these – but this family's out of like a city far away from us and I don't go very far. <laughs> yeah, they may, they may not have a computer either. Oh, my God. What were the other – so what are the other carbs that Rafi would pick, you think? Um, okay, so he would pick um, day-old pizza. Definitely with with sausage on it because it's got to have the meat on it, right? Like so definitely five that. Five of meat, Dale pizza. Yes, yes, yep, yep, right. With Megan just in her shaking her finger at him, <laughs> and then okay, so the the third carb would de- let's see, the third carb would be it has to be something with alcohol, right? What isn't his favorite? Oh, uh, Hen- Henny Hennessy, Hennessy and Coke. So uh, a Hennessy and Coke, that's yep. fully carbed. Yeah, right. That okay. is okay. So now we need a fourth one. Okay. The um, Raphael. He doesn't like cow. sweets. He doesn't um, like sweet, but he's so sweet though. How oh, kids... oh, I know. Go ahead. Uh, Taco yeah. Bell quesadilla. Oh no, spicy chicken quesadilla from Taco Bell. Really? Yeah. He likes Taco Bell, and he calls himself. Doesn't uh, he call himself well, uh, Mexican? Well, when he gets here, we're gonna have a true non-Mexican Del Taco versus Taco Bell off. <laughs> so we can have <laughs> inauthentic <laughs> Mexican right. food. That sounds like a lot of fun. Boy, we really have just beelined off of the really show. Have. But this is good. This is a good talk. It is. We need a fifth one. One more. It's not Trace Light J oh, because okay. he's anti f- that. Fifth uh, one. Okay. Fifth one. A fifth one. A fifth one. Uh, oh, how about a black and white cookie? Because it always comes. I don't. Like I have belt. no idea. I I don't know what a black and white cookie is. That's unfortunate. Yeah, like we have one Trader's Joe's here in New Hampshire, and I've been there, and it's super duper small. Yeah, and I look these and. I, yeah, and I walked. Oh, they're all they're all small. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they're all small. They're they all and they're all of their parking lots are small and the. Oh, cool! Thanks for shaking, dog. But and the <laughs> grocery store is small 
And I think, did you not think that there was going to be customers here? Because it's not yeah. laid out like that. But yeah, they're all small. And I've always thought, oh, it's a bunch of rich a-holes come and shop here. And that was because... It's the same. That is definitely the culture that they have. So yeah. you know, the only, the only reason why we even went, we went as a family one night. It was like a date night. It was the three of us, my wife, Michelle, and you know, my, my son, Brian. And, and we're sitting here and... We're going through and I'm like, you know, Jenna talks about this store all the time. So we bought all the treats and then my yeah. son thought it was great because he was in like a little carriage. Uh, yes, he's six and he barely fit in it, but he wanted <gasps> to sit in it. So we go to the, the ring out person's side of the line. Right. And then he's by himself. He's by himself. And I'm like, you touch, you touch my kid. I will throat punch I you several know. times. And then they give him a sucker if he finds the monkey and that's not a sexual innuendo. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> That's that was the game. That was the game he played with me. The guy behind the register. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it was such a weird game. I was wondering why. What? What? Boy, the monkey's really deep. You know, oh boy, it's really in there. You, oh, yeah. you can't find it. It's still. It's there. Trust me. So that's what that's going to be. What the last carb is for Raphael. The yeah. sucker. Yeah, the sucker. The monkey sucker. <laughs> the monkey uh, sucker. Tr- Trader Joe's is amazing. I was late to the game because I had so many premonitions and judgments on it, and then I went in there, and now. There are certain things I can only get there. Okay, here's my Albertsons list and here's our Trader Joe's list. And, you know, because we have to, Trader Joe's has their own things and they're amazing. And it's not expensive and it's fresher and there's whatever. It's the the people that work there are great. The clientele, they're horrible. <laughs> but, and I the live people in are an good. area that is not, I mean, the first ones that I used to go to were by the beach. It was Newport, you know, where everybody mm-hmm. was just, you know, turds. And here, <laughs> apparently, it draws out all the turds in – I mean, if you were coming over to my house, I would take you to this one. You would see the mall that it's on the corner of and how yes. it's vagrant corner where the bus stop meets and just – it's there's a Walmart there. It's not – there's a JCPenney and a Sears. It sounds, like, it sounds like a third world country. It almost is. I'd say oh, it's like two and a gosh. half at best. Why am I vacationing there again? <laughs> I don't know. I honestly – and I lived in Anaheim. I'm like, why the fuck does anybody come here? Yeah. It's horrible. But see, yeah. also people coming to L.A., they, you know, I go to L.A. I know it's disgusting and horrible, but I still see the beauty and all the the history of it. So, but I can't imagine a lot of humans can look past a lot of that stuff because, I mean, it smells like urine everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, like, although... I have been to San Diego and drove up through LA and then back to Vegas um, uh, a long, long time ago. And actually, I really like San Diego. I was like, it's kind of a nice little city. It's kind of awesome. And I honestly have not gone there enough. I used to live close really? to there uh, in a city called Oceanside. Mm-hmm. And my grandfather actually lives close to there. And I never really adventured there. And everyone tells me, you need to go down here. And there's all these cool places. And when Brienne came here from New York and when I first met her, we, it was like one of the first times we actually stayed down there and Megan came out there and we went to the Dave and Buster's, which is not very, you know, Dave and Buster's. What the hell? I'm talking about the zoo. (laughs) No, I've been to the zoo many times. Mm. Uh, I told you I'm married. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) I've been to the San Diego zoo plenty of times in the wild animal park. That's cool. And all I almost bought into um oh my gosh what is it called uh, what is it called when you partially rent something with somebody else timeshare time thank share? you the lawrence welk timeshare <laughs> i almost bought in my husband and i were like 
fuck these people. We're going to come and we're going to get this free trip to Catalina and we're going to do whatever. And then we get there. We're like, this sounds awesome. We should totally sign up. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I've had a bunch of friends that do that and I know I'm smart enough not to do it because I will get suckered in too. Oh, I thought we were just going to middle finger way our way the whole way through it. And no, but guess what? Our credit was sucked. Oh <laughs> and, no. But uh, we were denied. Really? So, oh, yeah, that's that a little choice number. I like. Oh, also many... we didn't get our free trip to Catalina. There was some oh, thing that happened there. Those mofos. I know. We made some mistake apparently. Um, so tropical <laughs> fruits, carbs, Yes. Uh, yeah. And farmers markets. I wouldn't have brought this up except for that fact. And they were trying to name all kinds of tropical fruits. And the suggestion is not a great one because it limits you. If she's stressed out about carbs, tropical fruits is really going to yeah. stress you out. But last weekend at said farmers market where I found the amazing tamale, I also bought a cherimoya fruit, which I told the kids, oh, this is the best fruit ever. We need to get you guys one of these. And I asked the lady, you know, we'll take two, you know, so the kids can each have one. Or maybe if they like it, we'll just, you know, whatever. Yes. And she said, oh, that'll be $40. And I said, Excuse what? Me? But and she said, no, 14. I said, OK, still two pieces of fruit for $14. And what was the fruit called again? Cherimoya. What the fuck is a cherimoya? Uh, it's delicious, but it's a fucking expensive, apparently. And I was too shy. Let's put it this way. The three tamales for $8 and the salsa and chips that we got for like 7 And then we had some actual fruit for like $12. I had a whole basket of all kinds of citrus for $12. And then I've got mm. these two pieces of fruit that are, hey, kids, this is going to be fun. It's next to the dragon fruit and whatever else is over here. Yes. $14. Fourteen dollars for I'm fruit. I'm too embarrassed to say no to. Oh, you sucker! You sucker bottom, didn't you? I did. And then we get them home, and the kids are all excited. I slice it in half, and it wasn't ripe. So then oh. I thought, damn it! I've been foiled by this tropical cherimoya fruit. Um, it sounds like the experience of a two-day-old avocado. Yes, yes. Where you're like. Well, what do I do now? Okay. Yeah. So you can't, one, you can't eat it. You throw in the garbage. Yeah. I put, I put them each in a snack bag <gasps> and I'm hoping they're going to ripen. But the other one did and oh. the kids ate it last night. I'm like, so what are the chances you're going to eat this again? They're like, mm, eh. <laughs> I'm like, so I can't, the other I, ones I, what I find, what I find funny is that you risked it on the children. That's okay. the part that's like, yes. But they, their favorite fruits are all tropical fruits. Like the the fruits that are expensive and hard to cut up, that's their favorite. That's what they want all oh, the time. They want mango, you, guava, yeah, papaya. That's what they want. No offense. Those Pineapple. kids need to be beaten more. Uh, seriously. With yeah. the cherimoya. Okay. But yeah. this cherimoya goes back to when they were younger. And they don't remember this. But I used to go to farmer's markets every Wednesday. And I, used, I got this cherimoya once. And this one guy... This is the reason why we all need to speak the same language. This is one reason. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. We can take, we can take over the world. That'd be good. One other guy did that back uh, in the forties, but anyway. No! What? <laughs> it's not taking over. It's communication is very important. Right. To me, right, to everybody, right. to every relationship. So <laughs> the finer, you know, this guy says, I bought a cherimoya. It was not $14. And he said, something, something eat, the seeds. I said, Oh, you can eat the seeds. And he said, yes. I said, okay. So we go home. I cut it open. The kids 
freaking loved this thing. It tastes like it was almost like custard out of a Ooh, fruit. Okay, it's are you weird. talking my language? It's like a. I wouldn't even say it's apple flavor custard, but it's like a not super citrusy. It's like an apple sweet custard out of a fruit. So you're just scooping this delicious white meat <laughs> out. Wow, okay. I you know it was so good, and then it just gets so dirty okay. so quickly. And then it has these giant seeds that are the size and shape of an almond. So it's very easy Whoa. to get them out. But I said, oh, we can eat these. So I was chewing on it a little bit and I thought, you know what? Not I'm going to look this up. I looked it up. Fucking deadly and poisonous. No, <gasps> he's telling me not to eat them. <laughs> yeah. He you was might... saying it in his language. <laughs> so here's, here's an option. We could also all learn Spanish. <laughs> okay. But then, Right. And then <laughs> it's all, when all, all of the Syrians come, we're going to all learn that language. And then when they, well, I'm pretty sure, and no offense, I'm pretty sure they're not going to make it here. Well, okay. But when anybody comes, it, if I was to go anywhere, <laughs> I, I'd want to learn the language because if I was selling cherimoyas at the farmer's market mm-hmm. in France, I would make sure and tell you, guess what? Those seeds are poisonous. But then, Le but then if poison, not but poisson. If Puzzle. Right, <laughs> but if you're if you're a Greg Heller though, and it was a sperm, uh, a fish sperm sack, oh. you would like totally Apparently shovel gonna, that in your mouth. Apparently, you're going to eat anything. So guess what? Language doesn't matter. Yeah, God. Ugh. Well, anyway, okay. Mo- wow. Right, I know. <laughs> this is it's a, it's a super funny story. I, I love the story, um, and how those kids have made it this far is just amazing, isn't it? I'm. It's a wonder. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This ties in Dung Benson, but they were talking yes. about the first name, last name thing again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And it tied into the Doug Benson talking about you always know who the crazy person is in a movie when they call someone by their first and last name. And then Allison said, oh, I must be crazy. And I think in her case, no, because when you're running a show, of course, I'm going to say welcome Jay Inslee or hell, Jay Inslee, whatever. But if she says Doug Benson when she's introducing someone or talking to him, I don't think that that's weird in daily yeah, life. Think, it's weird. Definitely. You know, it's funny because I wrote down that it was, it was Katie doesn't tweet from the Monday show that said that launched this whole conversation about insane people. I think, I think what he was saying was definitely not in an introduction area, but if you're talking to somebody normally, so if I sit here and we're having normal conversation, there's some other people around and you're standing right next to me and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I was hanging out with Lisa Lari last week. <laughs> And you're sitting right there. Right. Instead of, they all know who Lisa is, right? But then there's, but then there's the flip coin. Have you ever met? Have you ever met those people in life? And I guarantee you, you have. These are the people who assume that everybody that they've met, you know who they are. So they only use first names. Mm-hmm. So when they're telling you a story like, "So I was hanging out with Joanna last week, and she was talking right. to Bobby," and I'm going, "I don't even know who you are. Why? <laughs> why are you telling the story?" You know, first of all, 1955. <laughs> let's hop back to Joanna and Bobby. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Those those are the two names that popped in my head. <laughs> Sorry. No, but no, you're right. It, it is to make somebody know who you're talking about. Or if you're right. in a but show, I, I think Allison saying it is totally not crazy. But if no. I was just kept talking, I'm like, so Jay Inslee, so Jay mm-hmm. Inslee, so Jay Inslee, or right. so just Lisa, in a regular uh, conversation, it's weird. Right. Lisa Lowry, you seem a little emotional tonight. Is there anything <laughs> going on right now with that your uh, giant? <laughs> Oh, that's true. I, I do feel like I'm just like really amped up tonight for some reason. Um, <laughs> no, I actually, I kind of do know. But 
one thing that I do, and I don't know if it's when I've had more drinks. Yes. Yes, for sure it's that. But there's also, I don't even know what it is. It's like a familiarity with people. But I did it at PodFest, and it was after I had been drinking. I called Jeff Jeffrey, and I called Greg Gregory. <laughs> so I do that. So I okay. do that crap all the time when I'm being. So, so I know this is gonna be hard for everybody to believe, but in my professional life, I am the silly one on the team. I no am shit. I'm definitely <laughs> very. I am definitely very much the the leader of the team. But I am. I'm silly because I think. I think when you're doing work, I think everything else in life and, – and I'm an IT professional. I work in big computer infrastructures. The, the the point is I will – when I'm feeling really comfortable, I will change up your name. And if I do that, it is usually like I really like you. Like I can goof around. So if I was dropping Gregory or if like Ray Morgan would be a good example. So yes, I, I, that's so true. I would say, so what's up, Ray man? You know, something like that. Now, Now, Ray may sit here and say, dude, don't call me that. Which I would go, I am such a loser, but I wouldn't say that to him. I would just like, okay. But, and that's tripped me up in the past, but I think some people kind of just roll with it. Like being, so I have always been known as Jay. A lot of people call me Jaybird. I hate it. <laughs> I call my son Jaybird. <laughs> yeah, I like it's one of those things. And because it reminds me, it's the whole reason why I don't like being called Jason. There's two reasons yeah. Jason and, you're and Jaybird. Jason, which is weird. I don't even see that. With you, you're such a J that Jason doesn't <laughs> connect. It just doesn't, and that's only because it comes down to um, I feel like a kid. I feel like my mom's yelling at me. Mm, yeah, see, you know? okay, my neighbor's name is Rick, and I'll call him Richard, and sometimes yep. I'll add his middle name, and he does not like it. <laughs> right, but, and it's that it is that it's going to be that mom thing. Like yeah. I hate. You know, my although although my wife calls me Jason, and a couple of my close friends call me Jason, but um, you know, professionally, and you know, even my own son, if he refers to me, it's oh, that's Jay. You know, I, I, I it is what it is. I think short names is is the way that people say names, and I think it is definitely a a coastal thing. We do it here in the East Coast, and I guarantee you, it's happening a lot over there on the the dark side of the moon oh. on the West Coast. <laughs> I, I think so too. And I also think it's a case by case basis because the way Allison does it, it's fine. And then there's certain times, yeah, I'm just drunk and just being a turd <laughs> or right. whatever. Or I just get that I'm not drunk, but I have that. Oh, I feel close enough to you that I can call you right. by your full name. And I don't know why that is. And I'll be honest, you know, I think when Leanne had said it too, when she calls me Jason, when, um, if you were to do that to me, I personally would take that as a compliment. I'd be like, "Oh man, she, you know, there's there's like this little unspoken trust thing." And I I think that's really really cool. And that's yes. again, helps build a better friendship. I agree. You know? I, that was that familiarity thing that I thought, you know, when of when Leanne says it to you. And also it it also combines with Twitter handles too because with Ray Morgan, right. It just rolls to say Ray Morgan. <laughs> Ray Morgan. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the crazy part about and and that's one of the great things about the podcast podcast is you guys I think we meet all each other and we get on we do these shows, right? And it just seems like we all know each other. And what I really like too is I'll get tweets from people who've been on the BFS fan cast and it's like I totally know who you are. Like right. I, you know, I may not have ever met you, but I do know and I may get a little silly like although we're strangers 
Yeah. We're like one step more than just strangers. I know who you are. I know of your, you know. Yes. We're Allison people. It's so true. We're and Allison people. Dang yes. it. It's like we just have that familiar feeling of you're an Allison person, so you're going to get me. And I can say these things to you and you're not going to be weird. <laughs> right. The, the, um, moving, moving from that, I was going to move over to the Twitter war. Yes. Very quickly. John's My f- so Twitter we, melee. John's Twitter. Way, and we already talked about the Twitter war, but what I want to talk about that is Daniel's use of the word, uh, what about ism? Ooh. Because, and so I had to look it up cause he was totally, totally right about what it actually meant. But I was like, I've heard that before, and I was like, oh, "Does that really have to do with Russia?" And and actually, the it's described as it's a term describing propaganda techniques used by the Soviet Union in the dealings Ooh. with the Western world during Cold War. But better than that, how amazing was Daniel Quantz's Russian? It was so I could understand <laughs> oh, it. That's on. the way. That's the way that I speak different languages too. Oh, me too. Uh, and that's the way I also do um, accents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we hear your Canadian accent again? Uh- because ah, that geez. I just <laughs> oh good now I'm just doing a oh jeez I'm just doing a what's his name oh my gosh okay um yeah no I see when I'm on the spot no later a eh, is all I can do and that's oh all sure no host head yeah <laughs> so here in New Hampshire what we do right is we go up to to Ottawa quite often and in the Montreal's right there what's the French people there right so then you get to Toronto and you can get all kinds of great stuff yeah but it's just a combination of like um. Minnesota, you know, Minnesota, yeah. and Minnesota. then like a little bit of kind of like with an English accent, you kind of like, oh, sure, no hose head. I'll take the Labatt's blue. Oh, and then that. I'll have, oh, yeah, no, it's good times. That chick had a big moose butt. I loved it. <laughs> By the way, Brittany told me to never do a Canadian accent ever again because she's going to die. <laughs> So. <laughs> that's yeah no Brittany's right she's totally telling you what to do eh oh, so yeah. I'm just thinking let's just hang back and have a nice you know Molson Hydry and just hang out and watch the girls dance you know I uh shout yeah, out I love, Mika Toby and Hansie I love all you great white north people you know I mean um listen from a real true Canadian fan because we're only four about four hours from Montreal so I can go to Montreal versus going to to New York um, we're huge bare naked ladies fans, and who doesn't love Anne Murray? I mean, big Canadian oh, artists. Okay, yes, Boom. please. Right. I didn't realize she. Okay, maybe I just need to be a Canadian because Gordon Lightfoot and Anne the, Murray. I feel like the these pro- are my people. Yeah, but the problem with you is with geographically, <laughs> you would say, "Let's go to Canada," and you end up in Guatemala. <laughs> there is that. Also. <laughs> The distance, it's far, and I'm a wiener. And then the other part is I'm also a wiener with temperature. Uh, that's cold and stuff. So one of the I so I we've spent a fair bit of time in Prince Edward Island, uh, which is just south of Newfoundland and just north of Nova Scotia. Those are not Canadian states; they're actually provinces. Um, okay. Or I think actually I think they're provinces. Anyway, um, and it's it can get really cold, but in the summer it's gorgeous because. Really? the the water like the the ocean floor is a little higher and it's super duper beautiful weather i mean Hmm. in july for about a day or two it's beautiful weather oh so that's the day i need to go to canada it's the one day yeah yeah when they asked me what territories and provinces i thought oh there's territories fuck oh my gosh (laughs) i know i sat here and in my head i listened to the episode and i laughed so hard because much like even like the United States where, you know, the, the Northeast is, is really small states, you right. know, you've got 
they're smaller on the eastern part of Canada, and then they they start to really really open up. You know? No, I don't. <laughs> oh, that's the problem. But uh, I have yeah, I'm and so auto. Yeah, and Ottawa is actually an absolutely beautiful city, gorgeous city. Not as beautiful as Quebec City, um, but those two cities that that I've seen. So I, I've heard Calvary is really beautiful as well, um, and I've never been to Vancouver, but for so far those are the most beautiful. I mean, Quebec City is probably the most European city of of all of the North America. Um, really, really gorgeous little city. So anyway, Canadian friends, absolutely love you guys. I would love to go to Canada. And I honestly, I know a lot of French. Surprisingly, I don't speak well. well it's only it's only one province of Canada. I it's realize that. Quebec. Yeah, okay. But I can appreciate <laughs> the culture and I'm willing to learn. Because when I flee this country, I need to know more apparently about where I'm going. I don't need to just flop house it. I need to really understand Sorry, try respect this, say, the country I'm going to invade. <laughs> I know the country. You just practice this. Me llamo Lisa Larry. Gosh. That'll That's really like, go yeah. back to my roots. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, the Twitter thing, whatever. It, it's just more proof that you can not really have an intelligent social media back and forth. And yeah. As much as you want. I mean, you think of someone like Daniel or someone like John Henson they're intelligent people and they're, they're so intelligent. They're not the people they're talking about be, that, that are certain where they're just, right. this is it. And that's it. And they don't have open minds. These people have open minds and smart minds. So they're willing to hear an intelligent comeback or an intelligent back and forth. And they're not getting that. And you're not going to get it on Twitter. You may, but it's kind of like, I don't even know. It's kind of like winning the lottery. <laughs> it makes the chances them, it, are low, right? It makes it makes people like Daniel and and John Henson, who who again is amazing. It makes them so cool because they at least try. They don't want to, you know, they don't want to dismiss that you're saying this silly accusation. Or and and again, whatever the case may be. But the fact, like you know, I I don't I don't participate. I I see poor Daniel dealing with this stuff all the time, oh, where yeah. people enter his grill, and I and that's why it's like, eh. so if I ever send him something, I always try to send him something silly that can't be misunderstood. Right. You know, um, I think the only thing I ever pick on Daniel about is the fact that he's I'm a huge Patriots fan, and I know it's kind of like being a Yankees fan. Everybody hates you, and I don't mind the hate. Um, but it's like you know, if he, if he says anything, I, I I'm not gonna go. Well, you're wrong. The Patriots rock. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny, funny. Let's move on. You know. So Twitter, Twitter crazies are just crazy. Uh, yeah, and then they start talking about the Facebook. You know, John. This just kind of goes back. Just touches on what Brittany and I were talking about last week. Not only is Facebook for old people, but John Henson was saying he's friends with people because he doesn't want to be rude. And I think yeah, that's so. I mean, True. You think about honestly, if I had a pie chart for the friends that I want to talk to, the people <laughs> yeah. I want to talk to, and then the people that I'm just friends with because I don't want to be rude or cause an issue, think about the 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 you know. <laughs> I can't even all, say it. All I'm saying is think about the pe- the relatives. There are friends I'm with on my Facebook that are relatives that. Yeah, okay. I don't want to I don't want to hear my mother say, "Ah, you know, Aunt Myrtle, another good name. Aunt Myrtle says you won't defriend her on Facebook." And it's like, "Well, oh, cuz she all she does is eat monkey popsicles." I don't What? You know, 
nothing. Oh but the point God. is, <laughs> the it's the weirdest thing in the world. It really is. It's just kind of, you know, i dipping my toe in my toe. Just one, because I'm wearing flip-flops and one toe is going to hang out. I'm going <laughs> to dip it into Instagram, but... Mm. And I don't have a lot of pictures to post and it's, it's, I'm slow to warm to it, but it's coming, it's coming along. But I've had, I changed my, my account to private because I think like, I don't want just anybody looking at my pictures. The whole point of Facebook, I hate because I can't honestly just be myself. I'm almost a hundred percent myself here. A hundred percent myself when I'm with Brittany and Amanda Mm -hmm. and And your husband and mm-hmm. my TNC friends, because I can be myself and they understand that I'm not racist. I'm just funny. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but the things that I say can be like very misconstrued if you don't really know me. Anyway, um, but people are requesting to be my Instagram friends. These are people that I don't talk to on Facebook that I are bo- am bothered by. And they're now requesting me on Instagram. Those are the only ones. I'm like, why? Why? It's, it's weird. And I think, and I think Instagram is, is getting, is knowing that people are switching over to Instagram. So I, I've had this Instagram account for years and I also don't post pictures. Um, and I kind of feel, I feel kind of uncomfortable with the whole Instagram thing. Cause it's, it's just not, I don't know. I, I f- I'm kind of in this this vortex of I'm still hang on to Twitter. Yeah. When it comes, that's the great thing about the Facebook, our Facebook page, and even um, yes. the the sorry not sorry Facebook page. And, and I know we we go it ebbs and flows, right? So you know, it, right now it's kind of quiet, but it'll start to shoot up and so on and so forth. So I I don't know. I it's and it's also more it's harder to navigate as a man. I've always said that being a being a non creepy. Yes. Um, guy you know or, or tr- uh, trying to not be a creepy guy it's it's really really it's hard to navigate those areas you know it's funny the point you were talking about uh your close friends and i also have close friends it's the same thing i was saying uh to some people today i <clears throat> love all you know races creeds cultures whatever your orientation but i i like to joke and i never want to joke to hurt somebody's feelings and when i do right. say a joke that you know, to your point where you're, you're saying a particular joke, but if you say it to somebody who doesn't understand who you are, they're like, oh, that person. I had somebody walk up to me and said that I was really, really mean to women one day in a professional setting, said that your opinion of women is really, really low and degrading. And because of that, I don't like you. And I looked at this person, I went, and I felt terrible. I was like, oh my gosh, what did you hear me say? And it wasn't her. She happened to be dating a guy that I was working with. And as guys talk, Mm-hmm. You know, I had said something definitely inappropriate, but it it wasn't it wasn't towards anyone. It was a generalization, and I felt like crap because I was like, I am so not. I, I didn't mean anything by it, and I so didn't mean this. But I was like, so that was one thing where I, much like Facebook or anything else, you don't see my full personality on Facebook. As a matter of fact, my Facebook is mostly pictures of my kid. Right. You know. Yeah, um, I I think I can be myself. I guess it's better to not have a public presence that can constantly be used against you, like yeah. in the future, if work or what have you, any relationship that it could ruin. Because if someone doesn't know you, anything right. can be taken out of context. And 
I think really everybody's racist at heart, but everyone still has a good heart in general. I'm just saying in right, general. Right. I think because I think everyone the, the, has preconceived notions of people and their flip flops, but it's just that's you know we all have our things, but we can all be friends and joke about it. <laughs> I think I think to tie it back to the whole Twitter war and, and arguing with somebody who who you just you're not getting anywhere. Good people are the kind of people who make mistakes and then say. Damn, I made a mistake. I, I'm going to change from here on out, and, and try to make my try to be a better person. Yes. I think most of us do that with aging, right? You hit a certain point where you know you grow older, and you're like, I, I would rather have more friends. Maybe I should be nicer or whatever. Um, and I think when you engage, it's hard when you engage with an adult mm-hmm. who is you know whatever uh, you know older than 22, and they're saying terrible things, racist things. And then you look at them and you're like, is that how you really think? Right. That's what you're projecting out there. That, and that's why I'm careful with what I see, because I want to project, you know, the person that I am. And when you get close to me, you're going to get like all the other stuff. That's just silly. It's not really, there's no hatred in me. I love, I'm like, I love everybody. I love everything. But the, 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 like you're saying, like the person that chooses to put that out there. Yeah. Is just and also, you know, being a parent, you know how this is where you're teaching your kids right from wrong, and then when yes. they get older, they're seeing adults doing wrong everywhere. And you have to say, Well, there's bad people, but you're not supposed to be one of those. You know, it's just it's a very hard line to to connect, you know, cross. You know, we we all have, I think many of us have children about the same age, and and I think I was telling somebody this story about our kids are growing up um in an amazing time because, you know, my son described a classmate of his who's just a different color than we are. And he didn't describe what color the kid was. He described a color of the shirt the kid had. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when I sat here and said, I'm doing something right. You know what yes. I mean? That's when I sat here and said, as a parent, I'm going, dang it. And one of the, um, we have, I have, I have very, very, very close, um, gay friends and my son, loves them and it's and he is he knows it's totally okay for a man and a woman to love each other and a man and a man to love each other and a woman and a woman i love that that's the way my son's growing up right you know that's that's what i think and i hope over time with we kind of tying it all together to pot smoking and and twitter i think eventually people will figure it out right twitter and and some of the social media is really still new stuff over the last 10 years and pot smoking, you know, being legalized. I think eventually we'll get there and it'll be better. But we look at the good things and, and things are going to get better. Right. Just loving people for who they are, not for what they look like or what they're, I don't know. But I mean. Oh, even, right. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> look how mature we are. I know. We're just solving the world's totally. problems. <laughs> we, bailed, we bailed this out. We're going to get no hate emails or tweets from anybody. Zero. Except for Rafi because I know he's going to be upset about <laughs> Card picks. <laughs> oh, but we love you, Rafi. We do. So Allison's feeding her son and then feeling the need oh, for yeah. him to hurry up because she's got so many other things to do. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she's relating it to maybe she's addicted to her, to her phone, which I it's probably a thing. I didn't have that when my kids were younger. And I, I feel like I definitely have it now where I'm constantly checking things. Um, and it's not social media necessarily, but it's other things that I'm checking. But still, when 
you are someone that multitasks and you're career driven or you're somebody that likes to, I wasn't ever, maybe I wasn't a, I wasn't a career lady, but I was always juggling different jobs and always, always doing something always. So then when you have to screech to a halt to feed a baby and not do anything else, it's very hard to wrap your mind around because you think I need to be doing something else. So in this day and age where we're tied to our phones, I'm sure it's even harder, especially her because she's, she's well connected to so much. And that feeling of living the, in the moment is very hard. And you have to tell yourself to do it because it, you know, being a parent, like yep. your kids grow up fast and it's over. And then you're going to be missing those things and not worrying about, right. I should have done dishes or I should have checked my Twitter. You know, it's, it's, it is well. I guess what I wanted to say to her was, Allison, and I think Jenna said it. It's perfectly normal. Uh, I thought the same exact thing. I I was when when my son came along. I I was tremendously career driven, and I needed. I did need a few times. My wife, even to this day, she has to step me back and say, "Hey, put the phone down." You know, um, heck, even during this podcast, I open my phone just to check Facebook to see what Leanne had posted on our <laughs> Facebook page. And I'm having a conversation with you. That's funny because I usually don't do that during this, but I actually yeah. tweeted uh, Daniel. for the, Oh, you I bastard. Never, and I never do. So I'm like, I'm going to see if he likes that tweet. Like, I don't even know how long ago, but I just checked it. He did not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's, I mean, that's the thing. The, the, I would agree. I mean, definitely right now, you know, like you, um, the God, you made me just check Twitter, and I just got caught checking Twitter at the same time. But the um, the point I was making, let's cut that part out. The the point I was making was, um, a perfectly perfectly normal. I felt the same exact way. And keep in mind, Elliot would it, Elliot just turned two months, right? right? I mean, it is still new for these two new parents, right? Right. And you know. One of the things I think is great, and maybe she doesn't realize it, but she's sharing this with everybody, and I think it is perfectly normal. It's we're not perfect, right? There's times mm-hmm. where there's nothing that breaks my heart more than my son saying, "Hey, Daddy, can you stop doing this meme and spend time with me?" <laughs> right. He has said that to me, and I and you know what? A hundred percent of the time, that snaps me out of it, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, you know what? This can wait. I'm gonna go. We're gonna go play Rumble and Tumble. That's the you know, our wrestling game Aww. or whatever, and, you know." And that's um. You know, it's yeah, it's that's part about being a parent, and I think it's when you look at like our parents who look back at us, and you know that they're going, "Damn it, I missed." That's why they spoil our kids, is because they're like, "Damn it, I missed being a great parent Mm -hmm. to you." I get some of that back, and that's why I can spoil your kid. And that's why I always like to make this joke. It's like, "Gosh, mom, you treated me like crap, but you're an (laughs) amazing grandmother," you know, and. uh it is just, it, it is the way it is, and uh, but I think from Allison's perspective, and I think anyone who's listening to this that has kids, or a niece or a nephew, not just your own children, but you know, it's okay to feel like, yeah, this is a little bothersome, but it's normal. Everybody does it. Yep, and I think John Henson said it just perfectly. I think he said this is the hardest job that you'll ever hate or something. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't even that. It was whatever he articulated was much wiser. It, it It is true. There are a lot of great things about being a parent and there are a, many, many hard things about Man. it. And it's, it's, it's so hard to describe to someone who hasn't done it where 
you are 24 hours a day a parent. There's just no getting away from it. <laughs> and some dads do. Thanks, dad. But <laughs> yeah. but it's just something that is all encompassing. You can be doing a million things, but you're still a parent and you have to tune in to every, you know, my parents didn't really tune in. So I even had this conversation with my son today because, and this is a shout out to Damien because he's trying mm -hmm. to help me with my, my son is going through a little issue with a possible bully at school. And my daughter yep. is also now too, where the nice kids get picked on and it's yep. very hard to explain to them. Don't stop being nice. You're going to attract the right people eventually but also to speak up for yourself. And that's something that I never did. And my son actually did that today. And I was really proud of him. Oh, what a man, what a strong, good did kid. That. Yeah. So it's just, okay. And it takes everything for me to not just like completely right. bully this kid back. And yep. Like, yep. You know, it's because parents. do you find like, oh, you know, t t I find my sisters are four years younger than I was when I was growing up and they had an issue with, with a bully and I'm four years older. I, I remember, I remember coming at this kid and getting in his face going, don't pick on girls. You're a boy and blah, blah, blah. And just typical older brother way. I can't do that to my kid and you can't do right. that to your son. Right. Yep. Cause it's like, dang it. But I'll tell you, it's um, the best way to describe it is you, a child like that, you can be so mad at them, mm -hmm. but at the same exact coin, the flip of the coin you would give your life for them right. within seconds. Yep. That's parenthood. You're like, I could kill you, yes, but I love you and so I don't much. Know it, which guest Allison had on? It was a lady in the just recently who said, "You're gonna want to kill your kid." I'm just telling you, you're gonna. Oh kill yeah, them. <laughs> that's right. Because absolutely, yeah, who was that? She was I actually really liked that. I like. Yes. I didn't know who she was, Jack and I really liked the episode. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and she was totally she right. That, and it's like it's so true. It's nothing you want to admit. It's right. the person that you will kill for and want to kill all at the same time. Yeah, but, and it's yeah, it's and, an and unconditional. I cannot fight my kids' fights for him. But right. what I told him is, you know, I was going through all of these things throughout most of my childhood, and my mom had no idea. There was no way I was going to tell her about it. There was that we didn't have that kind of relationship. And the fact that every single day after school, I get to hear about what Caden did to Johnny and then what whoever did to my daughter. And it's just every mm. single time. And they don't like going to school because of it. And But it is part of life, which sucks. But there is a certain point where I want to step in and talk to the parents when it becomes past a certain point. But I don't want to be the one that fights their fights for them. And I love right. the fact that he stuck up for himself. And usually my daughter will just be like, just leave me alone. <laughs> she, they both stick up for themselves much more than I ever did. And I'm so glad for that. I do. I do think that, um, it comes down to, uh, having, Oh, my, my son is up and running around the hallway awesome. right now. <laughs> so I just heard him say, I, I don't know if he's sleepwalking or not, but I was, I was going to say, um, you know, you just being there to listen uh, to your kids, I think, is amazing because they don't feel like they're alone. Yes, that is, I think, what makes you just an amazing parent. You Aww. know what I mean? Yeah, I and think that's, that's what I we all to have to do that tonight. I think I told them, I said, "I'm here for you. I'm here to help you. I'm obviously not going to go there and like <laughs> punch him myself." Right. I said, but 
I'm here to listen to whatever you have to say and talk about what you should do. And you, you just need to come to me with anything. You don't need to hold anything in. Let's just talk about it because I've been there and we can get through it, you know, and that's just where you, where we're at right now, where it's just, you think it's going to bypass you and it just doesn't. (laughs) You know, I do know, I do know that in, in most of the schools now, you don't even, even, you don't have to approach the, the parent. Um, you can approach the school, but I'll tell you my son, um, we had an interesting – it was a reverse bully situation. I think he accidentally blew a Zerbert in a little girl's face and that little girl happened to be coming to his birthday party at our house. And the father – the it had happened and this – he got in trouble. It happened in school. He'd gotten a call from school. But basically the little girl's father called the house and said, you know, we won't be showing up to your birthday party. This has happened and my little girl is one go. And I – you know – I had just, I didn't answer the call. My wife did, and and I said, did you you know did you did you apologize and said we talked to Brian about it, blah blah blah, and she said I did, and I said if she changes her mind, show up. Well, excellent part on his part. The little girl forgot about the next day and wanted to come to my son's birthday party. She was looking Aww. forward to it, and he came in and I pulled him aside and I said, hey, thank you so much for 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 coming and showing up because you know if I was a dad, I don't know how I would react to that. Right. I, I, you know, it'd be the same thing. And I and I sat here and I, I pulled him aside and I said, I just want to let you know that I had a long conversation with my son about how to respectfully treat women and and you know girls and this because that's that's important to me is to be a good yes. a good character. And and you know he he apologized and blah blah blah. But the point I was like, I'm glad you showed up because it, that really really is important. And and he said, Hey, thanks thanks for saying that because you could be a parent who doesn't give a crap. Yep. And that's what you I know? told my son. He said, Oh, are you going to call? I, I, you know, because I said, Is this is this at a point where I need to get intervene? involved? Do I yeah, need to talk to right. the to the parents? And he said right. today he said yes. I said okay. And then both my kids, can I listen to the phone call? I said, that's the last thing I need as an audience. Exactly. And yeah, yeah. I said, it's going to be very hard for me. I might need to just email, but there are yeah. a few ways this can go. They can get defensive, which is more off- often, you know, the the answer is they're going to say, what, my son? No, this or that. Because chances are it's a learned behavior to the things that he's doing to my son. So absolutely. And also what I told my son, I said, chances are he's acting like that. He used to be your friend and he's not anymore. He's acting like this, probably something going on at home. And I don't want to stir that bee's nest either. So, and I said, it's not an excuse, but he's probably really hurting, honestly. And that's unfortunate, you know, but we just need, we still need to think about that side of it, but doesn't mean, go ahead and walk all over you <laughs> because my kids right. are very, very, they're just very thoughtful and caring and loving kids where they could easily, they're easy marks is what I'm trying to say. Right. Well, they're, they're, I think they're a reflection of you yeah. in their, their, but their, their openness, right? I think, I think all kids are a reflection of yeah the parents, right? right. I mean, I, I guess would, that's I it. would think, you know, and in, unless they're sociopaths in general, yes, you're right. And I think, they're just, they're every time, you know, every parent teacher conference, they're so helpful. They're the nice kids. They're just really, whatever. There's never anything bad. Even other parents will stop me. Oh my gosh, your kids are so polite. Random people, always people. I never liked kids until I met your kids. Okay, cool. But I'm not a, believe it or not, not a bragger of my kids. I don't like to <laughs> Hey, brag. Allison, listen. 
Allison, use this as a reference. She's <laughs> yes. talking about how awesome she is as a parent. Seriously. I don't like to brag about them because I like to have their actions speak for themselves. And if they're shits, then they're shits. And if they're not, then they're not. Yeah. Um, but when they're getting picked on, it fucking breaks my heart. And, you know, they yeah. were even talking about this. I think John was talking about, you know, the the they were at a party and somebody's yes. kid was. And I had that same thing with my son because my son is so loving. He just loved everybody. He, well, he's innocent because yes. most kids are innocent. And I think it was when he was. I think he was maybe four or five. We were at a birthday party and he was, he told a little girl that he loved her and Aww. it wasn't like, I'm in love with you. He just said, I love you because we say, I love you a lot. And that's just how we are. And yeah. she just bro- I broke his heart. I don't love <gasps> you. And he came running to me crying. What does that mean? I don't like, he had no understanding of not loving. <laughs> oh, it's so, it's so sad that that little girl is now a crack whore. Yes. She totally is. Selling her Sorry. Crack. Yeah, for tamales yeah. on the corner. For tamales, uh, that's right. <laughs> but John had the same thing, and you want to absorb that. But you know, I know a lot of things that I've been through really helped me be a stronger person. So I want them to go through go through those things. But there's certain unnecessary things that my mom could have really helped with shielding. I mean, I could have had a Lorelai in my life to be my friend and know what's going on or, or an Allison. I think, and I think a yes. lot of times that's what Allison's for, for a lot of people. Cause even as adults, we have, we still have insecurities. I'm insecure oh, about my wearing sandals, you know, I mean, <laughs> no, but, st- <laughs> but still, I mean, I, I think again, that's I, coming back to the Allison people, right? Yeah. Yep. Demi is helping you out. He's absolutely fantastic. I mean, you know, I think it's funny. I'm hearing this story about your kids and I'm getting angry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I want to talk to parents because, you know, that's what, I, you know, that is, it's such, it's such a weird way that some people do connect. I think good people find each other and they, and they, they connect in that way. That's you know? so true. See, that's exactly right. See, Allison people, we found each other. We went through the BS and we found each other. <laughs> and And some of us people like Raphael really found somebody. Oh, I love that. That's right? so magical. Can you imagine? If, okay, I don't want to get a house. I don't want to. I don't want to really picture it. Can you imagine if it was the first? <laughs> no, that's not of our business. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, the first marriage. I mean, to be at Taco Bell, to be I maybe don't know. it could be in the dining room studio. Wouldn't it be? Imagine that every else person to. get an invitation. Oh, I better be on that list. <laughs> I realize gross. Megan would be the next one, like first, but I better be on that list. <laughs> of course, if I'm the babysitter by then. I'll be there. Yeah, anyway. you should. Well, you'll be babysitting. Oh, want to go to Rafi's wedding or do you want to babysit <laughs> Elliot? It's like Sophie's yeah. choice. Yeah. Hey, Elliot, what do you want to do? You want to go to Burger Shack or you want to go to awesome. Rafi's wedding? <laughs> I just realized. I just realized how schmucky are we? We're talking ah, about complete them getting married already. Yeah. I mean, that I is awful. I apologize. Good luck, I Good luck guys. I both of you because I – it's really because it's out of love. I freaking love the whole thing, everything about it. And I yeah, love I, both of you. How about let's talk about your favorite JMO for this week? The one that I picked was I actually picked a couple of them, but okay. Primarily, it was it was I think it was Dana, and she talked about the hamburger. Um, oh, it, it, the the JMO. It wasn't necessarily the JMO. It was the fact that we talked about hamburger helper after that, mm. because hamburger helper is a big contention in my marriage. <laughs> I every single time there's two things when we go when we go shopping together. There's two things I always try to grab. My wife oh, knows it's really three things, right? There is um, my wife will not let me get saffron because okay. I always say here the saffron. <laughs> if you have all the spices, it's the most expensive, and we right. never need. But we cook a lot here. We're we're, okay. we're big cooks, 
And I was like, we need saffron today. And I'm always making up some lame excuse every single time. And when she hears this, she's going to laugh because it is one of the things that we just share in the supermarket. I'm like, oh, we need this saffron. And then the other thing is the hamburger helper. And what I'll do is I'll sneak to that section and I'll pop it in the carriage. And then she'll go, no, Jason. I'm like, damn. But the other day, do you know what this woman who I love to death did for me? She – did a homemade hamburger helper. That it was all a healthy so and it was so delicious. And she's very much like that. She won't, she's very health conscious with what we eat. Um, and she's really good. And she knows if I really want something that's kind of a, a spoils, if you will. Um, she's like, I'll just try to make it, you know, I'll, I'll try to make it homemade and see if you like it. And sometimes she does, sometimes it falls flat, but this one was amazing and it was really good. And, I, when I heard the the hamburger helper story, I'm like, yeah, I love it, but my wife's homemade hamburger helper was better than the box stuff. You know what? Usually, it's these aren't Big Macs, Jelly and John, but yeah. homemade hamburger helper is first of all, it's got to be a hundred times better because hamburger helper is disgusting. But mm-hmm. the idea of it, the ideas behind each recipe are pretty good. So if you broke it down and took the time, like your lovely wife did for yep. you. Is amazing because it, there are there are good thing qualities to it. It's just if you've ever had it, it has uh, a medicinal, chemically weird flavor to it. But the actual is it THC? Well, I would hope. No, I need THC just to eat hamburger helper. <laughs> right, right. But hamburger helper the the recipes are great. I mean, if you, if she went through and said, "I'm going to recreate this for you," then it's going to be a million times better and it's going to actually be delicious. So, so I, that kudos to her. Yeah. She's amazing and really hot. And second note, saffron. This is mm-hmm. going to tie back into Trader Joe's. They actually sell it there. <laughs> not very expensive. And you can get, really? my husband talks about saffron too. And Are you kidding the most me? Expensive Are you serious? Thing. And we, you know, we need to cook with the saffron. I think, you know, when I see it now at Trader Joe's, I think, Hmm. This could be like ancient Chinese secret. This is not racist. This is this is actually hold on. Let me hear. Let me hear. Why don't you say it first, and then we'll tell you if it's going to be racist or not. <laughs> Do you ever hear the advertisement from the seventies or eighties? Ancient Chinese secret. <laughs> how, how do they do it? Do they do it in an accent? I don't know, and I'm not going to do it. Damn, I was so Listen, close, folks. I'm Trump. so sorry. <laughs> oh, ancient Chinese secret. It's more like that. And I don't know. It's not Calgon, take me away. I don't know. Which. I was just thinking Calgon, take me away. That and Cookie Puss. Come on, get Cookie Puss Carvel. Do you guys have Carvel out there? Mm. Oh, that sounds familiar. No, I don't think so. It sounds familiar, oh, but no. It, it was, never mind. It was an ice cream cape shop, I guess. Uh, never mind. Yeah, sure it is, Cookie Puss. Well, right. <laughs> it really? Okay, Google, Google it. Google it, but don't Google Cookie Puss and buttholes. Just yeah. do Cookie Puss. I'm you want me to Google my cookie puss? Okay. Cool. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, right. no. You know what's funny about this whole JMO thing? It, it yes. usually, it just, it starts new conversations that are always very interesting. And it's funny that she, whenever I hear, let's do JMOs, I think, oh, the show is ending. And then I see, oh, there's still like 20, 30 minutes left. Okay, good. They went on some different rants in different places. So, the Monday episode had a JMO about the first name, last name, which we already talked about. And I didn't even yep. connect that until now. But the one thing that stood out to me during JMOs was James yes. Leroy Wilson. 
James he, Leroy Wilson. The he, three names. Yes. He had a JMO read. The funniest part was yes. John Henson saying that he's an assassin. <laughs> yep. So he is no longer our local serial killer. He is now James Leroy Wilson, the assassin. <laughs> Which is actually a really cool stinking name. It really is. It's like better than ultra fan or uh, oh boy being legit. Ooh, I mean, assassin fan James Whoa. Leroy Wilson, the assassin. I'm a killer. That oh, I can't think of a better place to end than James and, Leroy Wilson, the assassin. Hell yeah! <laughs> and James Leroy what? Wilson, you can whistle Dixie all night long, knowing that we know you're an assassin now. And he'll yeah. know what I'm talking about. He's killer. <laughs> He's he <is> killer. killer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh my God, Jay Inslee, this was so much fun. <laughs> you see what I did? It's there? <laughs> always fun. It is always fun when we get to ha- when we get to hang out together without you know anybody else crimping us, right? Like like crimping like a curling iron. Yeah. We are awesome. Oh yeah, we're horrible styles from the eighties, all up and down this thing. <laughs> yeah, with like those jelly shoes and oh, uh, frizz in our hair. I loved it. I had natural frizz, so that crimping was just my thing. <laughs> I had I had a mullet because that's what people grew back in the eighties. Oh 80s. boy, and, my and boyfriend an had earring. the rat tail. Oh, the rat tail, oh, the rat, and I had like the earring, right? You had the earring. Oh yes, and yeah, yeah. But now I'm older, so so you just had two earrings. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Exactly. He graduated. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so glad I finally got to talk to you. I feel like we, I feel like we talk a lot on Facebook, but. It really has been a long time since you and I've actually talked. So this has That's been true. a lot of fun. I'm not going to edit a lot out because it was all gold. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll find out later. Yeah, right. Everything's just gone. No. Uh, <laughs> support Allison once again. Patreon. Uh, awesome. AllisonRosen.com. She's got so many sponsors, new ones, old ones. They're all good. So support her in any way possible because she's awesome and you're an Allison person too. And if you want to be a part of this show, because why not? I mean, doesn't it sound like fun? <laughs> we have so much good times, guys. You gotta you gotta participate on these podcasts. There's so exactly. much fun. Exactly. And don't be nervous. Just come on. I, trust me, yeah, I get yeah. nervous too. <laughs> Two glasses, three glasses of wine, I'm fine. I don't leave the house for a week. <laughs> uh just email me, bfancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at BFFancast. Follow me at JMOs and BFFs. And Jay Inslee, where can we find you, sir? You can find me basically on Twitter at J underscore Inslee. I'm there. Most of my memes are there. I'll, you'll see anything I post there, basically. And uh, the Facebook page, our, our, our BFS Fancast Facebook page. You can find me out there as well. Um, and the one thing I want to say is being a huge fan of co- uh, com- comedians, um, real bummer about Don Rickles today. Oh, uh, yes. Aww. You know, I, I hate it when we lose the really, really funny guys, but uh, he always, he, as old as he is, man, he was a funny, funny guy. So lived a good life and definitely made me laugh. Oh, RIP Don Rickles. Yeah. Brittany, I love you. Thank you. And good night.